Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. I'm here with Sean Bell. Yo. James Farley. Hello. And returning is Matt Murray. Hello there. Before we get... Look, there's lots to talk about with Matt, but before we get there, we'd like to thank our Patreon producers this month. Uh, they are Aaron Patrick, the QuickBooks chap, Simon Nelson, Moomin Biscuit, Trans Rights of Human Rights, Dave Ernsberger, Colin Brown, Gasman, Rocketman76, Grey Dragon Claw, Smooth Monkey, Richard Sawyer, John Tempelli, Jackie Sniper, Sam Higton, Tom S, Stan, Philip with an F, Fred Fenge, Cena, narrowly lost to David in the TCGS Con North North Mario Kart Final 2023, John the Nelsmeister Nelson, and Ryan Cobain. Thank you so much for supporting the show. We really appreciate it. You can help the show live its best <laughs> life by going to patreon.com forward slash TCGS. Sign up to any of the tiers there, bonus shows, video watch alongs, whatever, uh, or the Four Nels crew, which is the best of all of the crews believe it or not, um, into, including Tom Cruise. Uh, <laughs> what? Was that not? Okay. Matt, you're right, mate, because you've, you got, what happened? Nothing. Just, just went snowboarding. Pretty uneventful. Oh, no. So no. There, was, there was one time where we tried all the pizza and it took like an hour. That was, that was mental. That was oh, great. Right. Right. You tried all the pizza. And we tried all the pizza and it took ages. And I was like, oh, God, what story is this going to be? Um, and what that was it. That was kind of the only, only moment of the, of the trip. That's interesting. Um, okay, but you have smashed your arm into several pieces. That is something we yes, referenced I, last week I'm, before knowing how serious it was. Yeah, I so. may I may have snapped my wrist on day one of the snowboarding holiday. Right. Oh, it's the best day Which to do Which is the only way to do it. Just I get think. it out of the way. Yeah, get yeah. it in, get it done, <laughs> yeah. move on. It's like, go. do you remember when you went on like school trips or something or, or scout scout camps or whatever, and there'll be always be that one kid that spunks all his money in the first day? <laughs> you just you just think for the rest of the break you just think we're all having ice cream mate and if you didn't buy that bb gun you'd be having ice cream too yeah the yeah BB but a bb a bb gun will last a long time though yeah yeah james 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 has bought his arsenal day one <laughs> but, like, a bb then, gun will last a long time ice cream's over in a few seconds you know, it's like, you know. <laughs> yeah but it is yummy yeah, um it's very yummy and you've got no money to play the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade machine. So what about that? We're all playing that That's right true. now. That's yeah. true. With ice cream. Yeah. With sticky fingers. Yeah, exactly. Um, Matt, yep. stop snowballing, please. Nah, Can we this scroll is... up a little bit? Nah. I mean, no, 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 that's, what, that's what Jill said. Was like, it? That's what happens if you start a hobby like this when you're 41. Right? Well, the, so the, the accident. <laughs> started when I was now, 40. Without going into too much detail... Was it like a... Because obviously it doesn't matter how good you are. These things can happen, right? Was was this human error, Matt, or was this genuinely unavoidable? Um, well, no. So where it happened, um, I thought we were going to say this for the bonus show, but let, let's get into it now. Matt, but, uh, I will say, if you're Probably not should, if you're not watching this on YouTube or Twitch, oh right yeah, here now, we go. It's my, my wrist. Matt is is such a professional that he's keeping the cast in shot at all times. <laughs> it's well, quite incredible. I do have sympathy. like a a sling, but um, I can't be bothered to put it on. Right. So sorry. So go back to answering. Uh, yeah anyway but it happened um uh, on yeah near the end of day one and uh, there's this bit where you kind of um it's kind of like a slalom race there's like flags there's like a kind of a cordoned off area and some people are like let's go down this and do it as fast as we can i wasn't gonna do that because i'm not as good as everyone else so everyone let's on- go down this and do it as fast as we yeah, can yeah, because the whole point like is, it, in your head. It's, it's kind of a race like but i am not good right. like some people have done the pool on the trip so they were like 10 years plus all of them like okay. anyway one of them's like a former snowboarding champion i'm clearly not on their level it's my second trip ever like skiing and snowboarding so i'm not on that yeah. level but i'll go went down it is fun you know and then there's one 
one bit where there's a tunnel and I basically didn't realise how kind of tight the, the corner was to get, you know, you basically had like break really suddenly, turn right. And I didn't do it. And rather than like breaking really suddenly and turning right and going down a tunnel, I kind of smashed into the bank slash wall of snow. Yeah. And, and that's where it happened. And then I got up. I, I can feel it was obviously very painful. But, you know, I, I, so I got up. I like went down the tunnel and then kind of about 30 seconds later kind of sat down because the pain was so immense. Now I can see all my friends from work like down there and they're like, Matt, come over here, come over here. And I'm like, I I, I think I've done something bad here. <laughs> I think this is really bad. <laughs> I eventually kind of managed to get over there um, and had some ibuprofen, paracetamol, and already it was getting swollen. And this was like a minute or so into it. Right. Anyway, so I had to like snowboard back down to the... Um, to to the to the bottom of the mountain and you know we had drinks and and stuff and then in the evening we we're like googling it like well is this a sprained <laughs> wrist or is this a broken wrist? Smash arm on ice wall. No, 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 no. We're basically saying like, like there's this questionnaire. So you know, is this sprained or broken? And I'm like, well, honey, it can't be broken. I could squeeze it, I could twist it, I could do all sorts with it. You know, I wasn't like, <laughs> I've never broken a bone before. Don't they even just have a sign that says broken bones this way you know like for on these on these yeah, you would think there was yeah they sort of used to it yeah but yeah possibly but yeah i just thought i've never broken a bone before i assumed if i had i wouldn't be even able to move the wrist anyway we came to the conclusion that this point is a very very severe strain uh sprain wake up in the morning and it's like it's it was re- off it's, that, it's that red. arm was off it's <laughs> red there's like a little bit sticking out I'm like is that a bone hard so i could push it back in so i was like maybe it isn't um, oh, I up. then in the morning I was like okay I don't really bloody want to but fine I went to a pharmacy then I went snowboarding I was livid but I was like fine I'll go to pharmacy and just get like a bandage or a strap that's all I kind of you know, need to keep me going for the rest of the holiday because bear in mind yeah, this is well, we got it on Saturday didn't snowboard Dr. on Saturday Dr. Matt Murray diagnosing himself based on Google <laughs> yeah. results like yeah. this is insane um, so this was the Monday morning now I was like okay fine I'll go to pharmacy went to pharmacy and I walked in the door and queued off a bit and I said to the woman hey um I've done this. And she's like, well, um, okay, so doctor's appointments are, I don't know, I, I don't see a doctor. I've got, I, I don't want to see a doctor. Just but Google has told me, it's fine. Yeah, show <laughs> me where like, the straps are or like supports. And she's like, okay, we walk over to like the display where, you know, the uh, wrist guards are and bandages, etc. And she started like going through the things and she's like, okay, so you know what? No, see a doctor now. See a doctor now. <laughs> really? I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. She's like, I'll write down where you have to go. She wrote down this address. I walked down the road and I went in and I said, I've done this. Can I see a doctor? And I've um, done this. And they're like, oh, well, you need ID. I had leave, went, came back, got ID. And, but the oh, um, service is really good, actually. Um, but yeah, went in there and had x-rays. <laughs> And uh, have, had you, have you reviewed them on Yelp? Because <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't, them, haven't been used to like NHS where like, if you don't get an appointment at half seven in the morning, you're basically fucked for all day. Fucked, yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a ski town, so they're obviously used to this. But I went in, filled out a form, showed them my ID and my UK health insurance thing. And they're like, yep, half an hour, had an appointment. Anyway, um, had my x-rays and um, and whatnot. And then a doctor came in and looked at the x-ray for literally half a second and said, yeah, broken. There's this one top... piece here yeah. and then this <laughs> other piece <laughs> yeah. should be the yeah. same piece. But by all means, Matt, get the strap based yeah. on the Google... Here's anyway, some more ibuprofen. Uh, yeah, other stuff happened, but we're, we're probably already going yeah, into too much detail. I mean, Sorry. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, uh, sorry to hear that, man. That is genuinely yeah. but, shit. But I, and yeah, it's a really upsetting couple of days. And after that, I thought, fuck it. So then I did like black runs. I did like airbag jumps. Went right, in okay, the park. That's, yeah, but this is where I lose sympathy for you. That's where it <laughs> goes away. I wasn't it's... weird to like, you know... I'll start to bone now. I'll put myself in well, exactly. even more I danger. Need, I already at that point need an operation. It's broken. What? What? How much worse can it get? I might as well try and. It's, it's a lot worse. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's most likely to just broken bone. But once you've broken <laughs> more it, more broken bones. It's gonna the, like that. That's the the one place where it's gonna give again, right? Yeah, well, so you've I've actually sort of protected your other bones. <laughs> just learned to form a different place. Anyway, yeah, okay. just about just about savage your holiday, but there's more to say about that. I'll probably say okay, well, we'll talk about that on the bonus show because uh, people don't want to hear that. People no, they don't want to. No, people do want to hear it. And they want to pay money for it, Dave. That's, that's right. Right. Yeah, 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 it's not my stupid. <laughs> just don't be as blatant as that, Sean. <laughs> you sort of weave the idea into their brains. People appreciate the honesty. Uh, patreon.com forward slash tcgs for the full story it's like those twitch videos where it's like uh oh you won't believe what happened and it always ends in <laughs> and then he and it goes back to the start of it and yeah. then it goes well yeah. then you've got to go to the fucking profile and find part two because he uh, you know uh should we get to feedback matt have you got any <laughs> feedback on last week's show um i finished it today i thought it was really oh, good did? Uh, for um, I thought my best bit was actually a serious takedown of that Sign Hill game because <laughs> it's really yeah, detailed. Did not like it. <laughs> uh, it's really detailed, and it's like here's all the reasons why it's shit, and also <laughs> the fact she absolutely you know dunked on uh, on Bloober team saying they don't understand horror games and they shouldn't be anywhere near them. I respect that honesty. No, it is is a good show, and um, yeah. Not else to say, really. There, there was a couple of um, you said one thing, David, about oh, like I think you said last Christmas, and you're like, don't say it. And I knew yeah, it in I my head, I would have, I would have yes. tried to weave in the response. Yeah. Honestly, you would so have, I was kind of I, glad I was, at that point was, I wasn't on the show. Yeah, it was legitimately your voice that I heard yeah. in my head after yeah. I'd said it. You know what I mean? Yeah, at that point uh, I was like, oh, thank God I'm not there because I would have said it. it would have been embarrassing. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's a good show. Cool. Uh, let's get some feedback from the listeners. Yeah, Matt. Joe Hollywood has messaged, read James's gun collection. <laughs> James, <laughs> I just spoke to my neighbour, Ridley Scott, about your gun obsession, and as you are aware, he directed The Duelists, 1977, and The Last Duel, 2021. If he, if he, if he were to make a third instalment in his franchise, this time with pistols, you should answer the casting call as soon as it goes out. You would look terrific donning a wig of Matt Damon's mullet and wielding a pair of pistols or a full slaphead like the PS2 cover of Hugh Hitman Contracts. Think about it. <laughs> I, I am thinking about it. I like the idea. Yeah. Can we, well, look, we're doing that then. Yeah, we need happening. to recreate that with you. How many pistols have you, how many firearms have you got in Germany? No. Are you, that, that you're are legally you happy Germany? to speak about. And how many, yeah, how many are you storing over here in the UK? Yeah. We don't need to talk about this. Yeah, we, we do. Just, <laughs> we, don't, uh, <laughs> we don't need to, but I'd yeah, quite James like is to. Prepping, yeah. isn't he? We don't need to do any of this. It's just fun. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> Okay. Uh, next, uh, next. Uh, Mr. Scum has messaged. That's Mr. <laughs> Scum. Dave, your brief rendition of Future Days from The Last of Us sounded more like bourbon gargling sleazeball Tom Waits than smooth voiced Yala Eddie Vedder. Uh, but I enjoyed it anyway. That's all. Cheers. Probably should have tweeted this instead. Um, uh, yeah, good old Tom Waits. Oh, I say good old Tom Waits, but I do worry about the sleazeball Tom oh, yeah, Waits Yeah, that bit. threw me a bit. Is he, is it he's, bad? Not a, he's not a pest, is he? Oh, I don't know. I mean, uh, he's dead, isn't he? I'll, I'll check his Wikipedia page, see if there's a controversy section. Yeah, that's always the best sign, on, isn't it? Um, uh, It'd be a shame if it were. Although yeah. a lot of Tom Waits music, I try to like, rather than actually like... like the idea of it. Yeah, I like the idea of it. I listen to it and it's like... <laughs> and I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. 
break. Uh, why can't I get into this next? I, I had your little soundbite in my head most of today, actually, for some reason. It made me laugh. <laughs> what, oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, um, oh, God. Capone Adam, tin opener, it says here. Okay. I guess that's his um, of, of choice. Uh, fantastic first guest episode of 2024. Sarah right, was right, a joy it. as ever, though I did miss Matt's tragically underappreciated one-liners. Thank okay. you, Adam. Spoiling a brand new game on a podcast is typically a sacrilegious affair, so I was quite taken aback when Sarah spoiled a major plot beats of Silent Hill's a short message. I think this might be a first for TCGS. Part of me thinks you could have got around uh, spoiling by just discussing the harmful nature of the themes, but an- another part of me thinks, fuck you, Konami, in your shitty, socially damaging game. Right. It was interesting. I've not seen that podcast etiquette. Uh, et- oh, sorry, Jesus Christ. Etiquette. Well, that's the episode of- title. <laughs> etiquette. I've not seen that podcast etiquette of avoiding spoilers for a new game being thrown out the window quite so quickly before. Uh, yeah, no, we have been accused of spoiling games that have just come out. Um, uh, I know. I think the last time it happened was when we were talking about the depths in the first episode of. Uh, I thought we Breath were quite War. careful around that stuff for a few yeah, weeks. No, we, anyway, we are. Look, we are. Like I've never got to a point <laughs> where I've just thought, "Oh no, it." But yeah, some people are just like, "There's a what in it," and you just, or there's mm. a crab in what. Don't know how that works, but um, Mr. Crab. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, you know, the, the the spoiler stuff is so sensitive and people have got different levels of it. Um, but but no, Sarah said up front that she was going to spoil it all. Like, and so I think, yeah, and I, I think, think when, it, when okay. a game is not only genuinely bad, but also like offensive and handles really sensitive themes yeah. that badly, I think it's it's open season, isn't I, it? See, I, I, don't, I, I don't agree with that. I think, I think because anyone, some people might like the game, some people <laughs> might think that they'll go into hating the game but they shouldn't necessarily have the game sport for them mm. however if we say up front yeah no we're just going to spoil it then yeah. you know well, it's kind of you've you've been warned um mm. i don't know i i think if you give fair warning there's no i i can't really see that as being an issue um but yeah i like i kind of don't like the idea that we've deemed the game not good enough so we can spoil it like that's that's probably not the route we're going down and we have been quite we are, pr- I think, personally, from my threshold, we're pretty good with spoiler stuff. But mm-hmm. I know that I know people personally that it, they're like, there's a there's a, a level set in a jungle. Yeah. Why the fuck have you spoken oh, about that? A bit you when know? an enemy jumps out, well, I'll yeah, grow yeah. Now, it? So so it's a tough one to sort of manage. But yeah. hopefully, hopefully, we get it right most of the time. Yeah, if any, it's it's kind of annoying because it really limits conversation. Where you say, I want to talk about that cool bit, but. It's the right thing to do, I think, to limit it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Luke Summerhays. Can't believe Dave responded to puppy in my pocket without breaking into a you've got a pony in me pocket, Shane. <laughs> What's that? Got a pony in me pocket? Only fools. I got a pony in my pocket. Uh, yeah, no, good point, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I miss that one, Luke. You've absolutely. I'm a plastic fan. I'm a plastic fan. <laughs> yeah, it's a fake fan. Oh, Luke also says, fans. appreciate you all. He Push doesn't even live Joe. in London. We all remember Push Button Joe, don't we? We do. We do. We CDs and the playing music. Did you know PS5 can't play audio CDs? Xbox X can, but you have to download an app. Isn't that fucked? There's a surprisingly reasonable explanation for it, but I won't tell. Read a book. Much love. Well, we know. Joe Push it's Button. Spoke about it, isn't it? It's licenses. Yeah, it's so. right. well, yeah, yeah, license it's, for it. The, the yeah. Red Book standard is owned by Philips, I think. Um, I mean, it's weird because it was created by Philips and Sony, but for some, right. I think Philips control the licensing for some reason. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. And it's like, so it's like with MP3s, like, which is even weird because with MP3s, it's like the codec is free unless you are bundling it with a device that you're selling. Oh, really? So that's why so many devices are like, yeah, we play MP3s, but we just go to this website and download the file. Code, yeah. Well, that's why Audacity, if you want to export to MP3, yes. you had to download lame.dll or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's really oh, annoying. Like... But the, the, yeah, no, that's it. I mean, if, you've, if, if they were to license every single Xbox as a CD player, then it would cost them a lot of money. But if they just give the option, yeah. then they know that 99% of Xbox owners are not downloading <laughs> it to play CDs <laughs> but then, on. It's so a bit like that what they did. why the Xbox can do that and the PS5 seemingly can't. I, don't, I wonder what well, they're doing. Not, it's, not enough, enough, the, it's not powerful enough, Sean. It's not powerful enough. can't do it. I don't think the PS5... 44 kilohertz. Yeah. Just, you, know. you know in Sony, they just don't want to. Like, yeah. I think that's more of a likely... Do you remember yeah, but... with the original Xbox when that came out, how it didn't play DVD films out of the box and you had to buy the remote control so that yeah. it did? No, you didn't yeah. have to buy the... No, you did. did. You? It didn't play them out of the box like DVD films. You had to buy I the remote. I that. Because then that was... I don't know, but... I Oh, I'll tell I you why I didn't know that, because mine came with the thing. Because mm-hmm. if you yeah. bought a, uh, what's they called it? They're two. Media they're the, pack? The arcade, and mm. they had whatever. No, 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 what, you're talking about, do you mean 360 or the original Xbox, James? The original Xbox, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't know that about the, oh, right, right, sorry, I'm thinking of 360. Yeah, the original Xbox, I bought that quite late on, I think, so. Yeah, oh, that remote that is stuff. lovely, a lovely old remote. <laughs> yeah. Still got it. Yeah. Still use yeah. it. Oh, Have right. you? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Next bit of feedback. Uh, the Wiz. Oh my giddy gosh. Day bringing up Ancient Arthur books last week brought me some serious childhood memories flooding back. I think I had one of the Ancient Arthur books, but they fell under the umbrella of the Usborne puzzle adventures. The ones I remember having were Escape from Blood Castle, The Curse no. of the Lost Eye. I'm not doing this. You don't need to read them all out, Matt. Hold on, no, it's bringing memories back. Shut up, James. <laughs> Curse of the Lost Idol, I remember. What was the next one? Time Train to Ancient Rome. I think I had that one. Murder, Murder on, on the Midnight the mi- Plane. Where yeah, was all great episode titles when the, as well. When the time train arrives in Ancient Rome, where does it go? Uh, you got to read them. You got to roll six to find out, Sean. No tracks. No tracks. <laughs> read the fucking gonna, book. It's just going to land on the ground and then just stop. Murder on the Midnight Plane. I remember that one. And the Incredible Dinosaur Expedition. Anyway, thanks, Dave. You just cost oh, me 25 shit. quid as I did the search for the books and found this link. I'm not going to read the link out, but there's a link there. Uh, where I bought two compendium books of all the ones I remember. Amazing. Keep uh, up the good right. work. On the yeah, Wiz. I had loads of these. Yeah, they were great. Big up. Big up. Uh, sorry, I turned into B-Bag. <laughs> uh, actually, one more bit of feedback. I did also love those Sonic Choose Your Adventure books, Dave. I mm. had a couple... And uh, oh, big fan yeah, of we're definitely doing one of them. We, we're definitely doing one of those. Yeah, you should. Maybe totally. we do that as a one of our talks over thing. I mean, yeah, maybe that's yeah, yeah. what we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Chelsea have just equalised against Palace, but yeah, uh, <laughs> I um, uh, I've got a message off my brother. He had loads of these. Apparently, I've no, I've no memory of them. Even though there's only like two years listen? between. Did your brother listen? Yeah, yeah. Who's his favourite? Uh, I mean, he's never said so. Not me, I guess. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Imagine if it was you. <laughs> I feel weird. Like if my brother said, "No, I listen to the show, and you're my favourite, David." I'll go. That's weird. Please stop. Don't listen ever every again. time. Same. He's like, he's like, you are wasting your time with it. <laughs> <laughs> so I only listen. I only listen for you. Yeah. Uh, Sean, I really fucking hate James. <laughs> Does anyone hate? Can you, James? Can you tell Surely. him that sometime? 
<laughs> no, no one hates James. No, James is a favourite somehow. He doesn't fucking He's do a fan favourite. He's a favourite. It kills me. Uh, we'll work our arse off. Yes, Matt, next bit of feedback. Nazim. Hi, folks. If you're still accepting game pitch ideas, how about a Superman game where yeah, you don't play it. a Superman? Picture a Sin City-esque game where you build up a managerial town only for Superman and the Bally of the Week to occasionally level parts of it during a slap-off. <laughs> Imagine going to a publisher and pitching his idea, though. <laughs> you're you're going to do a Superman game, so we're going to pay for the Superman licence. That's quite pricey, but what are we going to do with it to make sure people buy it? Oh, you're not going to play as Superman. You're just going to play as a normal person. Superman just flies over every now and then. Wreck I shit. mean, this is, this <laughs> is arguing that Superman's essentially going to be a natural disaster. Like, yeah. from time to time. Yeah. Someone must yeah, have modded like, yeah, that into, like, like, SimCity or something. Yeah. You see, because yeah. when, when I heard the first half, I thought it was going to be, like, you're just a regular punter trying to, like, survive in the city while buildings are crashing down and stuff. But once again, you're going to pay for the Superman licence to not have him as the main <laughs> no, character. really good. Because pretty... you, when you're pitching it, you can be like, right, so in Metal Gear Solid 2, you played as this other guy, right? And it was sort of cool because it was about... Like you're looking at the main hero, but from a different perspective, and then be like, "Oh, did everyone like that?" Well, no, they all hated it, but it was just- <laughs> <laughs> they moan about it to this day. It's also, I read this. It says, "Picture a sin." sin yes, city I was about to ask that, and so, I was just thinking, "Is this like film noir?" Like, I think you mean yes. Sim City, right? Yeah, but yeah, I but so. I, I, I pictured no, you know, like noir stuff. Yeah, yeah. Probably, it's probably supposed to be Sim City, but now I like Sin City yeah. in that style. In the yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much for your feedback, everyone. Yeah, go uh, to tcgs.co slash dear tcgs. Leave your feedback. I mean, it's probably time to go through the news, isn't it, James? But I... Look, if you're listening to this when the podcast comes out on Wednesday, obviously we don't know what this Microsoft stuff is. <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous and I'm getting so frustrated that we're putting this out on Wednesday, the day that everyone's going to find out what the fuck is going on. The day before, right? Sitting there going, no, it's the 15th they announce it. Thursday. Yeah, yeah. So it's the Thursday. Yeah. Oh, it's Thursday. Gonna... Yeah, yeah, so so we'll, that gives us a bit of preview room then. We'll, okay. yeah, we'll talk about what's happened here. So in the last few hours, Microsoft have confirmed they're doing a podcast on Thursday evening to talk about the future. fucking turf. What are you trying to get? Uh, well, hello there. Well, you, you, you haven't actually explained <laughs> what we're talking about rather than like, the Microsoft thing. No, no, no. I agree with you. I'm saying get off our turf to Phil Spencer and Xbox. Oh, right, okay. Well, releasing a gaming podcast, are we now? Oh, they've seen the success yeah, that we've rated in. They're trying to get get a little piece of that pie. Are the they going to get Major Nelson back for that podcast? <laughs> <laughs> are they going? I thought you were going to say, are they going to plug um, the Full Nels crew at the start of that podcast? <laughs> Ask for Patreon subscribers, please. Right, the news, James. Let's get to it, yeah? Yeah, so there's been obviously a lot of nonsense and a lot of chat about this. Over the last week, it's been a bit crazy, but it turns out that, I mean, the most recent thing I've got here, apart from the fact that they're finally going to reveal whatever this is on Thursday, as Matt just said, is that Phil Spencer called an all-town staff, uh, whatever, town hall meeting last Tuesday. Thank you, pardon. All-town staff, <laughs> stand-up. All-town all staff, whatever yeah, meeting. It's, it's all staff, town hall okay, meeting. Okay, look, 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 look I, I misread it as I was reading it and then got stuck and then continues He's calling nonsense. an all-hall staff <laughs> and town, town soiree. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, this this all-town staff meeting... <laughs> 
Oh, staff town hall meeting. <laughs> <laughs> town staff. If you if you live outside a town, you're not welcome to no, the meeting. This is just right. strictly for town this staff. This is just for the town staff, please. <laughs> the, the Microsoft town staff. So all this this all town staff thing, right? They had this last Tuesday, and they, <laughs> this is where they tried to address uh, the rumours about the fact that Xbox games might go come out on other platforms. Um, basically, according to Eurogamer, Phil Spencer said this didn't mean that they weren't still committed to Xbox. Right. And uh, yeah, that also apparently first-party games might be coming to multiple kinds of devices, and that then they're going to talk about this later. The and, fuck does that mean? And that's the thing. We don't know anything about this at all. It's, um, I mean, it sounds like it's probably more than Sea of Thieves is coming out on PlayStation, yes. but probably not as much as being like, we're not making hardware anymore, because mm-hmm. Phil Spencer's already said they're not going to do that. Um, I, think, then- I think, right, okay, so, so f- for those of you that are not following this and don't know what we're talking about, uh, this all started a while ago when some rumours were being um, banded about that Microsoft was going multi-platform with their, uh, or Xbox was going multi-platform with their Xbox uh, exclusive games, right? There was a few that was mentioned, Sea of Thieves, Hi-Fi Rush, uh, different different games were being mentioned. And, and And by the time we recorded last week, pretty much every Microsoft game or Xbox game had been mentioned in this rumor, you know. Even uh, Minesweeper. Yeah, yeah, even Minesweeper. But we, we'd seen, like, you know, Gears of War being mentioned, and we'd seen all these uh, big games that Microsoft Xbox put out. I don't know why Space I Space Cadet Pinball, for instance, um, you know. That's, all right. That's Fusion enough. Frenzy. He's on the wiki. Get out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> is it called Space Cadet, is it called Space Cadet Pinball? It is, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big stuff, big stuff. So Microsoft have now announced that they will be doing a podcast next uh, on Thursday explaining what this is all about. And I think where we're all sitting, based on what we've been saying each, to each other in the WhatsApp groups these past few days, is that clearly it's not as simple as we're releasing Sea of Thieves on PlayStation. But we don't think it's anything mind-blowing, because why would they do it on a podcast? Like it's, mm. It feels like it, it, it uh, would need something a little bit more substantial if it is we're heading out of the console race and uh, mm. just turning into a publisher, which some people are saying is going to happen. Um, I can't so, see that happening. I, no, That's nor just... can I, nor can I. And I, I, what I think if, if this is, there's a uh, article on the verge that come out today uh, that seemed to suggest that what the announcement is going to be is that hi-fi rush and um, Pentiment is coming to PlayStation with sea of thieves being promised down the line. Uh, if that's the announcement, then there are going to be a lot of video game journalists that need to sort of just fucking calm it down a little bit. I think bit it has now. to be more than that, because th- that could be a statement. That could be like, th- that, why would they get them? these three? Like, So on the podcast, it'd be Phil Spencer, Sarah Bond, president of Xbox, and Matt right. Booty, head of Xbox Game Studios. If it's just like, right. yeah, we're releasing that, like, why get them three on? That could be like because, a Because, could be a because they're, worried, they're worried that they're, their hardcore fans are going to get so incensed by the idea well, I think that, that, that they need to deliver the, the message themselves. I think, I think that's the, tra- the train has already for. departed the station on that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, leaving yeah, a week. Yeah. Just, uh, I know, I think... If it, I think if it was smaller, I think that if I don't know if it was bigger, would they have left it this long? I don't know. I, I don't understand the tactic. I don't understand the time it's taken for them to get to the point. Um, my my cl- thought about that is that it's like they were, you know, leaks happened. They were caught unawares, and they didn't have 
everything ready at all the ducks in a row for them right just because it's been like you know say like for the gta trailer I and mean, it's very different obviously but like you know that got leaks and they're like okay fuck it was press published we're ready to go yeah and Microsoft, this, they xbox clearly have done that in the past yeah xbox but for have this done exactly that in the ready. past when when the series s all the information about the series s leaked they went fuck it here's all the information about the series s mm. and that was a, that was a console launch so you know it they've 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 got history of reacting to news leaking and, and dealing with it quickly. They have actively chosen not to do it this time. Yeah, and it's it just feels weird. like it feels like a marketing ploy at this point. Like they're building up all this information. So everyone's gonna be listening to that. They've just let they've just like let like other conversations fill that space and that's that's going to change how we perceive whatever the official announcement is regardless like if they jumped in and said here we go that you know we've had a week of you know people kicking off fanboys this you know this you know all oh what's, what's the future of xbox if they said here it is fine but right now all the rumors and all the other tittle tattle is controlling the, the, the narrative <laughs> control the narrative oh. isn't it which it's just weird for like an organization like this to not jump on it and get out there and control the message see and that, control the leak rather than just letting other people control it and now they're gonna come yeah, on this no, you're right you're right weird, see, I, I agree with that because I, I this whole thing just feels like really it feels like it has been quite damaging honestly like to the whole you know by saying mm. nothing you know for such yeah. a long period of time it's there very must strange. Be a reason. And like today's announcement's ridiculous. Today's announcement, we're doing it on a podcast on Thursday. Yeah. It's just like what? Why? Yeah. But is that is that because they need they want to have some sort of like conversation to explain this rather than just as a statement, which oh, is Oh god, yeah. Odd. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I definitely think they want to deliver the message and make it sound personable, you know? Like mm. it's not mm. going to be it's not going to be a very serious straight down the line presentation. It's going to be a casual chat about the future of Xbox, but you right? see, and that that is what make, leads me to believe that this that this may be more than just like those three games or whatever are coming because that if you're doing it in sort of a, a more casual way and you're trying to not make a big thing out of it, that feels like you're trying to keep your fan base happy. But Even then, though maybe it, the actual yeah, story like, is but stronger. Then, but then, is that it in the sense that? Like the the announcement isn't that big at all, but the noise around it has become so ridiculous. Yeah, they've gone right. Well, we need to get fucking Phil Spencer into it, like you know, or else people Could are going to kick they off. They just put out a tweet with a statement saying this is what it is. <laughs> so, what, so what? Do you well, think, I think what people do you think would kick off that? because I think sure, that would... James, what do you think it is then? What is that next level up from those three games coming to PlayStation? I think it's it is going to be uh, things like Indiana Jones and stuff like that will come out on PlayStation as well at the same time that they come out on Xbox. I think that that's probably what they're also so you going think to day say. Day and date for exclusives on other, yeah, well, no I, exclusives anymore. Yeah, I think I think that's what's going to happen. It's uh, so I think they're going to start off with some of these like older games and trying, you know, like porting stuff over and everything, and then gradually they're going to move to actually most games are going to come out on. Well, wouldn't it make well? sense to do a bit more of what Sony are doing, saying, you know, hey, we're releasing stuff on PC, but it's not instant. Like, but they already do that, don't they? Like, the stuff comes yeah, out. Yeah, that's what Matt's But like, yeah. do another consoles. Yeah, wouldn't it, wouldn't it be? Yeah, a so it idea makes sense for Pentiment and Hi Fi Rush because they've been out mm-hmm. for a while and CFEs, but like, you know, India Jones, you know, the, oh yeah, it will eventually come onto other platforms, PC, PlayStation X, Switch, whatever, but like, you know, it comes out on Xbox, best power on Xbox, but we know mm-hmm. for in known the future there is plans to obviously take the catalogue elsewhere. But doing it day and day, I don't know, just that feels ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Especially given ridiculous. all the financial things that come out last week of, you know, financial um uh, uh, results of Microsoft and now yeah, Xbox is huh? brilliant segue onto the next story James yeah 
Oh, yeah. What are these financial uh, stories that have come but out? But you see, spots? what you're saying like, about like it not making sense, I agree okay. with you. But then, no, no, because I want I want to address that point. But it's, I just I don't think Xbox is terribly well run, honestly. Like, and so it, it seems that things don't go so well, like quite frequently. So I don't know. It's it, well, I can I, imagine what, what them do doing you mean something. By that exactly. I mean the fact that we've been waiting like. Years for games. I yeah, mean, like, exactly. Think about the where we are now they've... compared to the Matrix years. You know, Xbox falls in a much better place, but they haven't kicked on in but the way we not. hoped. That's that's the thing. Like, it's. I mean, I was reading today. It's like tracking worse than the Xbox One in terms of like sales and stuff. I mean, that's not great. Like, it's. I don't know. I, but it it's, it's also not surprising given so many of the. Well, it's been it's been pretty rubbish for exclusives in the last couple of years, and also you can play them on PC. So there is even less reason to own one now than there was of Xbox One, where there were console exclusives that only went on there and weren't on PC. So I don't know. It's kind of not a surprise. Like the consoles are great, and I love my Xbox, but it's less. There's people say for years. There's no reason to own one really. If you've got a PC, why would I bother? That's not true though. Like if you say there's no reason to own one, what about Game Pass? That was supposed to be the reason to own one. It's but so yeah, but you, you got Game Pass, Pass on PC. But yeah, it doesn't have the same catalogue, does it? It doesn't, but like you can get a lot of that. I don't know. It's just I'm not surprised in many ways. It is trending lower than Xbox One, frankly, given they seem to have deprioritised the console itself. Anyway. Mm. Right. Anyway, I mean, in terms of, I mean, we you know, as David just saying, you know, we, in terms of sales, there's been like some data that's come out from Take Two. Uh, it seems that indicates that the uh, PS5 has outsold the Xbox Series consoles by about two to one. And in that the last low. year, but that, yeah, that, that's already that's already changed from what we there there were reports at the end of last year saying it was three to one. Yeah, that mm. that's for that's for that year. But overall, since they've come out, it's two to one. But if you look at okay. just twenty twenty three, it's three to one. Yeah, that two to one seems like that's that also seems really low considering how, you know isn't PS five trending above PS four at this point anyway, and mm. like all the deprioritization of Xbox consoles. I would have mm-hmm. thought it'd be yeah. yeah four to one if anything. It's no, right. I'm not sure I thought about that, really. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, moving on, uh, we've also got the FTC who are trying to get involved again uh, because basically they're arguing that because of the layoffs that happened uh, at Activision, this proves that Microsoft have not uh, sort of fulfilled what they were supposed to have done with this with this merger. But the idea was supposed to be that that uh, they indicated that Activision was going to kind of operate as a limited integration studio. Right, and okay, that it, yeah. that it would be kind of separate from, from Microsoft to a degree. Um, but by having all these layoffs, it kind of indicates that that's not the case and that it is a very like integrated company. Mm-hmm. Therefore, this should be looked at again by the FTC. Uh, this is the, the argument. And uh, but Microsoft responded. Uh, they said, uh, consistent with broader trends <laughs> in the gaming industry, Activision was already planning on eliminating a significant number of jobs while still operating as an independent company. Uh, the recent announcement thus cannot be attributed fully to the merger. So basically, yeah, that's that's their argument is that this is all going to happen anyway. And, it's so uh, messy, isn't it? It's, it's, really it's incredibly messy, grim like, that like hearing that Microsoft response, I'm like, oh god, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. It's yeah, but awful. also that it's, you know, when you're saying you're taking over a company and they're going to be completely independent where, as we were talking about last week, it sounds like they're going to be uh, merging some of their departments, mm. like, mm. for example, customer support. And you go, well, hold on, <laughs> hold mm. on a minute. Maybe you're not. Yeah, it's it's um, yeah, it's um all a bit murky, isn't it? And 
Also, James, you promised us last year that, that there will be no more acquisitions news stories. So what the fuck's happened here? Well, this is a kind of reverse acquisition, potentially, you know, if it goes wrong. So <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's actually the opposite, yeah. in a way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. Okay, uh, that's it. That's it for the for the Xbox stuff uh, for the moment. We will know, obviously, no more next week. We'll be reacting to all the news that comes out throughout the week uh, mm-hmm. on next week's show. Um I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of people that seem to be getting very bored of this Xbox chat. Uh, but what can you do? It's mm-hmm. fascinating stuff, and I really I, like. Genuinely, could change the way that you know we play video games in the future. It's a it's a big thing. So mm-hmm. uh, all I'm saying is stop fucking moaning. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Uh, next story is that Reuters are saying that uh, Nintendo Switch Two is expected later this year. Whoa. And- Whoa, that's, that's a can't believe that. Yeah. Jesus. Whoa, yeah. Wow. Holy fuck. Wow. Wow. <laughs> what a prediction. Jesus. Jesus. You're not right, you, that we're not allowed to down voices. It's too obvious. I mean, do you, want to hear, do you want to hear something even more amazing from the, the You don't voices. get a point for this, Royce. So they, they said Nintendo's current that. Switch handheld console already includes NVIDIA's Tegra X1 chip. A new version of the Switch console expected this year is likely to include an NVIDIA custom design. Oh, so that's uh, there you go. Cool. That's a great fucking work. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great story. Yeah. Holy shit! And people new console will have new Look. trips. But yeah, listen <laughs> to that. Uh, I've, I, I mean, there's also a rumor that there's you haven't got this yeah, I've got, in your news. So I've got the yeah. So the other rumor. Do you mean about the backwards compatible stuff here? Yeah? No, I'm talking about the. Uh, isn't there supposed to be a Nintendo Direct, Direct this week? Yeah. Yes, yeah, on, yeah. on the Thursday, and people yeah. are, is that suspicious? Same day as the Xbox news. Da, da, da. Not? <laughs> <laughs> what was the noise? Was it like the shock? Da, da, yeah, da. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, right, okay. You've just got no uh, tone. Got nothing. Uh, keep, you can't. Uh, <laughs> can't keep it. I note. can sing Adele actually. <laughs> Better than she can, I bet. There's different. Oh, yeah, but, you know. Thank you, Sean. I'm glad <laughs> someone's had the ball to say it. Hold on. Go on then. Next news story. James. <laughs> I love that song. Yeah. <laughs> Look, uh, there's nothing better than new Nintendo hardware. There's nothing better. There's not. It's so exciting. Right. I can't wait to see what comes out. Like I cannot wait to see where they're going with this. Again, surely we're going to hear something in the next two months if Do you the reckon, timelines so, are correct. Right. Say there's a full-on Nintendo Direct this week. Mm-hmm. Do they mention it? Oh, well, no. the, the rumours it's a partner Direct this week, but yeah. Um, right, okay. Well, yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, again, all the rumours say, hey, we're probably here saying, you know, first quarter, big thing. I was going to say, E3. would they not wait until sort of late March so that Switch sales don't take a nosedive before the end of the financial, financial year? Possibly. Yeah, that's good. I, yeah. I, I mean, they... April 1st. Here we go. The way they should <laughs> announce it, they should just say this is the... The future of Nintendo, you know, they they should let everyone know that whatever direct it is, it is about their new console. Mm. Like that is the one. Yeah, but they they keep us guessing, and we have to work it out ourselves as usual. Because the Switch reveal, we all knew it was going to be the Switch reveal, didn't we? That wasn't there was no no ambiguity around that. Sorry, Uh, did we? Yeah, because I remember like being in work, then just be like, I'm just gonna. Just gonna go to the toilet, guys. I'm just gonna <laughs> what, to, to jerk off. Uh, no, <laughs> to jerk just, just to watch the video whilst having a poo. Oh, that's uh, Im- more embarrassing. Yeah, that's worse. <laughs> you should have said you should go and jerk off. Headphones on. Don't want to be, you know. Ashamed. I thought we all thought this was gonna be a Wii U peripheral. Was that not the case? <laughs> uh, what was the next news story then, James? What was the other thing that was coming out? So the next story with this is also that 
there's been a report from Universo Nintendo, which is a oh, Portuguese yeah. website. It's my favorite blog. Oh, yeah. Yeah, who? But they have been right about things before. Like they have, they have revealed information before that's been correct. <laughs> have they been wrong about things before? <laughs> Almost certainly, but I don't know what those are. Well, they've been go. wrong. I don't want to be right. On. They've been right. <laughs> they, they've times. been right before about when Nintendo Directs have happened, and also what the content of some of those Nintendo Directs has been. It's happening between the months of January and December. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> do you think anyone ever says this stuff about us? What, do you ever say like, oh, well, on the yeah, computer game show they, they said this was... is going to happen? They have been right. Twice before, <laughs> yeah, they were right about Jose Mourinho. Yeah, and that's about his own has a hundred record as well. So. <laughs> Who's he talking to? What are his sources? I, I love JapaneseGames.com. <laughs> God, but the the rumor is, according to them, is that the Switch Two is going to have backwards compatibility for like physical games and also digital games, but also that developers will be able to enhance uh, their existing games if they want to. Like they could like release patches or whatever that will. Then like enhance them and make them look better or whatever, you know that kind of stuff. And apparently, there's going to be a hardware reveal event uh, sometime in March. Okay. Do you, do you reckon they'll do it on a podcast? They could do that. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think, think they know what a podcast do it on is. The Xbox. Yeah, that'd be better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I can't wait. I cannot wait for new Nintendo hardware. I, I'm going to start saving because <laughs> I'm getting that. Here's what I was thinking the other day, though. Mm. Right. We're all going to get the new Nintendo thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. That's straight. the way it works, right? <laughs> when our kids want to use it, I'm going to be like, well, you've got your Switches. Yeah. So. We're not buying two of the new ones. No. So. so <laughs> like, this plays the other ones anyway. So, it's, if anything, it's not even that new. It's, it plays the old games. going to and... be a tough conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to deal with that. But it's also going to be more expensive, I reckon. I mean, like, Switch mm. was like, launched at 280 Like, given inflation... No, it was more than that, I think, wasn't it? Okay. I wasn't it, it was over 300 It was over 300 wasn't it? Was it 349 Yeah, because I remember, I remember oh, okay. James being like, oh, I won't buy it if it's over that. And it was over that, and he went, I'm still buying it. But I just have a feeling, <laughs> given inflation and stuff, this is not going to be that price. So it'll probably be close to... Yeah, because Nintendo four, famously never, or something. never sell hardware at a loss either, whereas the yeah. others often do. Mm. So it so. won't be quite... That's you know same as before, but mm. have you googled it, James? What's the UK? Oh, it was two eighty. You're absolutely right. That seems quite cheap. Was now, it two eighty? I thought it was three four nine. Like, yeah, uh, I thought it was. Like I thought now, it was up there as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I apologise. And you, two hundred seventy nine pound ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sorry, uh, well, you did buy eight of them on launch day, James. You did buy eight of them on launch day, so that that might have come. Yeah, no wonder you thought they were like fifteen hundred quid. Uh, no, free free three fifty was what you spent on Animal Crossing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> and Ash's, Ash's saving for one at the over moment. A grand. Didn't didn't we work out that that game? No, cost no, it wasn't over a grand. grand. It wasn't that I much. I think it was. It cost uh, more than my light. No, no, okay. Switch lights, okay. So Switch light was one nine nine, right? So that's two hundred. So that was how many switches did I buy? I don't remember. <laughs> seven. It's, it's, <laughs> buy seven you've bought seven switches and you bought four copies of the game i think <laughs> i did buy four copies of the game that's true wow 
Yeah. Wow, I'm pretty sure it was over 700 quid at the very to- least. Totally it's worth it for lockdown, I can tell you. So on these rumours, I mean, like, nothing too surprising. We've all seen Nintendo yeah. loves to repackage and resell games. So <laughs> yeah, I don't they, think they they'll get away with that this time. Yeah. They can't do that this yeah, time. Yeah, they, like, they can't. People have built up their digital libraries and they now fully expect their digital libraries to be available on their next console. And loads of people That's have switches, whereas no one had a Wii U. So Yes, correct. I mean, all true. But look all the money they've made on re-releasing these games, and but again, I think it's because of a specific set of circumstances with how shite the Wii U did. Mm. That's true. That's true. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Right. Good. good. Yeah, all I mean they're good. not going. I mean, if they release another fucking Mario Kart Eight on the new system, you're gonna be pissed off, aren't you? <laughs> Not if it comes with two extra tracks. There's, there's no way they're going to do that again. That's okay. impossible. Well, look, I it's Nintendo. I, we can't predict anything anymore. We know yeah, I know. I hate that, though. But, and, and I know you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right, Matt. But I don't think in this day and age you can get away with doing that. People expect it now. And they're, 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 everything's changed. Since, since you're, you're looking back to the Wii, and even then people weren't buying their games digitally. It was but, you know, like, I mean, it's not the same. Yeah, we definitely moved on. It's so different doing it to, to how it was. But, you know, Virtual Console, like, well, surely those games will move over, won't they? Like, no, you have to rebuy that. Well, the I Virtual Console, yeah, but the Virtual, yeah, I don't know. The, the We're in a different, we are in a different era. Yeah, we are and look massive. at how they're doing their Virtual Console stuff now. They're doing it through subscriptions, not mm. through buying the games individually. So, uh, I don't know. I but even, kind of, kind of different. even between Wii and Wii U, they had like that, they allowed you to, bring the games over but then they had like that upgrade fee didn't they that yeah. they charged yeah. on, each, yep. on each game I just can't see them doing it I don't, I, they can't get away with it this time I mean mm-hmm. if they do if they do go with that tactic again they're going to get absolutely slaughtered mm-hmm. um, probably still have a really successful console exactly but they will yeah, be people soon sl- forget yeah we'll see I just don't th- I think we're past that point now where we can say ah oh, well they can get away with it so they will I genuinely think the consumer market has passed that point now mm-hmm. uh, and it just it would just be such a stupid thing to do. You're right. Like people have got, as you said, people have got far too used to like having like a digital library, or whatever. That you know, if you buy a new phone, you can still access that mm. stuff. You know, on a yeah. thing, it's it's a bit. Yeah. Well, you buy a new console. That's yeah. That's more important. You buy mm-hmm. a new console now. You buy an Xbox. It has all the games you bought digitally on Xbox. You buy a PlayStation. It's got all your PS4 games that you bought digitally, which is where you bought most of your games digitally. You know, and just I mean? have to pay ten PS3, pounds to get the upgrade. Well, no, because you could still play the PS4 versions. For you could, the, yeah. So uh, here, you can still play the Switch bought. 1 versions on your Switch 2, but if you really want, you know, bells and whistles, you have to... Yeah, well, up I mean, that's, that's possible. I they could see that, that happening. Yeah, but, like, developers but, doing that to get a bit of, you know, to pay yeah. for the... Yeah, upgrade. because, but, you know, enhancing their games takes time and effort and money and resources, so, you know, more power to them. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if some do that. Yeah, it feels she though, doesn't it? It does. But it depends how enhanced they will be. But uh, Okay. All right. Exciting nonetheless. Yeah, very exciting. Uh, next story uh, is that a leaker has hinted at a new FIFA game developer. Uh, so I mean, remember we had all this before where we talked about how FIFA said they were going to have the best game uh, mm. on the market and how it was going to be uh, you know, the best. You know. Is it Naughty Dog? It's not Naughty Dog. Is that why uh, they cancelled the multiplayer things? They're working on new FIFA. <laughs> It's not no. It uh, it turns out that it is probably two K, two K games maybe working on this. Yeah, that makes the oh, most yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that does make the most sense. Uh, I would like to see what that game comes out like. 
because I think that is going to have to have years and years of... Uh, I mean, remember these are all rumours, but uh, that needs so much development to get to a, a, even a competent standard. I mean, you look at what Konami are doing with, with eFootball and you just think, holy shit, you're still so far behind. Mm. I was thinking I was games were widely regarded as really good when they, like, you know, yeah, NBA, really etc. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. We'll see. I'm really devastated that they haven't partnered with Konami because that would have been so funny. <laughs> if, if, like, if you'd have had, like, eFootball, but it becomes yeah, but FIFA. Konami would be like, instead. no, we've already made our own really good football game. Yeah, why, why would we, we do that? Why we, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Konami, where? <laughs> where is it? Because we're still waiting. Okay. Final story. Uh, Ubisoft uh, CEO has defended uh, Skull and Bones at $70 price point. Um, calling it, he's called it a quadruple A release. Um, yeah. So this was during, this was, well, this was during an investor call, uh, because someone was questioning why. The game has been released at the full price. Cause so why as- you said investor call then? Just maybe think of the, you said testicle. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why. It was like <laughs> investicle. <laughs> you hit me right in the <laughs> This was during a testicle. Another, another episode um, title. We're up to like four <laughs> Investicles. Now. But also investicles is like, you know, who's the expert on investing and then James has to, etc. Well, uh, also, really, really good play that, investicles. Yeah. Was he a ghost? Did he know them? Yeah. Yeah. Him? Social we never commentary. Knew. Go on, next. So the investor was questioning why, because this We're seems to be idiots, the fucking novels. No wonder some people fucking hate this show. <laughs> yeah, well, they're Honestly. idiots for hating it. It's yeah, true. I know. Yeah, Fuck is it em. obvious that I've read some really bad feedback recently? It's bummed me out. It's bad. <laughs> more on my this week. I didn't see any. Oh, it's everywhere, boy. Joe tells me the kids. <laughs> the kids were reading our iTunes reviews the other day. Really? How did that go? I thought that impressed. Daddy, what's a communist? Was a socialist? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Daddy, what's a great rapport? Yeah. <laughs> what's a pop? <laughs> that is a callback to like our third episode. That. That's our real God. Only OG fans will know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, during this event, people were asking why it was that Skull and Bones, which appears to be like a live service kind of game, is being released at full price because they thought this may limit the audience, that fewer people will buy it uh, for uh, that reason. But then, but then, Think of other reasons why they've refused to buy it, but go on. Yves Gimot has replied and he said, you will see that Skull and Bones is a fully fledged game. It's a very big game, and we feel that people will really see how vast and complete that game is. It's a really full, triple, quadruple A game that will deliver in triple the long quadruple. run. Yeah. So there you go. Holy shit, that's and 12 you, A's. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a lot of A's. <laughs> that's 12 of, of them. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, when you've got to say Skull and Bows is a fully fledged game, that's not the best <laughs> statement. And then saying it's a very big game. Like, <laughs> Right, it's actually the biggest game I know, yeah. and I know a few of them. I mean, is anyone because uh, the the open beta was last week? Is it still going? Oh, I'm not sure. I mean, they may like end. Oh, so this is, get Sean, have you played it? Because I put this here because I thought you'd played it, and I thought it would yeah, so very nice into the. He hate played it. You know, he's never going to like it. <laughs> no, no what right. It's like, d- d- hang on, because <laughs> all right, don't hang generally on. get on with Ubisoft stuff, but yeah. do you really like pirates. And I, I loved Assassin's Creed Black Flag, right? And they and kind boats. of, and I know they went on to do, you know, they did like Assassin's Creed Rogue, but it wasn't quite the same because it was in the Arctic. It's like sort of lost the the fun. So part of me, you know, like when Scott and Bose was first announced, I was like, holy shit, they are doing the pirate game. Thank fuck, because obviously Assassin's Creed went away from the pirate stuff, which is fair enough because 
you know, Black Flag was like barely an Assassin's Creed game. Um, so, like, I, I, I really tried, Dave. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> so, is it bad? The, I, th- I mean, remember this is an open beta. This is an open yeah. beta. Obviously, it's a, a huge game, as we've just heard. Yeah, it's um, a very big game. It's a fully fledged game. So all I'm all I'm commenting on is the opening, um, which which I genuinely thought was dreadful. Um, certainly, the idea that like in terms of production values, it doesn't even come close to like other Ubisoft stuff. Really? Okay, like, hey, hang on, sure. Go on. Could this be because you can't truly appreciate a quadruple A game? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Um, you don't quite have the palette for that level of A. <laughs> It's like you start off and you're just in this this big shit battle, which, which like fair enough. Obviously, they're, they're trying to show you where the game's gonna go, right? Um, this is this big battle's kicking off, and like the the handling of the ships is like comical because they just like turn like like really quickly, and like it just yes. looks silly. But obviously, you know, like that annoyed me a bit. But I'm like, yeah, but come on, this video game, like shut up. Like, am I having fun? Yeah, kind of. Um, but there's like there's all this dialogue going on about all these characters if you're supposed to know who they are and like these ship names and stuff and it's and it's setting up the the story basically but you're taking none of it in um you end up like your ship gets blown up and you you yeah you get like shipwrecked and then you wash up somewhere else and then basically you're starting again in this boat that doesn't have any guns it's just a little you control the the pirates then only in towns the... and even then it's like right. there's no in, like real interaction with anything okay you're just walking around like oh there's a shot like it may as well be a set of menus like so that that's where the that's where the upgrades and all that's done in the yeah, towns yeah, yeah. so you get yeah, you right. go to the shipwright or whatever to do stuff to your ship or you get missions from people um and again like and you know you look at the trailers and it's showing like you know footage of like pirates like dude like oh i've been fights and stuff and it's like yeah but that's not the game that's not right. that's just, that's set dressing. Do you know what I mean? That's <laughs> like when you're in the towns. I'm like, you know, it's making a point of like, oh, these sailors, you know, all these, all these, the pirates are like having a go at you and saying your shit. And it's like, yeah, but I know they're not going to do anything because there's no melee combat in this. <laughs> there's nothing's going to happen. <laughs> um, and yeah, and I don't know. I just found like the dialogue really flat. It feels like an MMO because well, because it is right. Like, to be fair, um, but it's it's just got that that MMO jank, you've got boats just fading in in front of you and then sailing off and, and stuff, and you're just like, oh, right, hello, right, there's right. Bona Lord 69 sailing off there. <laughs> um, I just wanted to play together, sure. <laughs> I just, yeah, I was just not... Oh, there's like, you go up to a shipwreck, and you're like, right, you've got you to gotta investigate the shipwreck, and you approach it. And there's like a little mini game, like it's essentially like a lock picking mini game, but you're like crowbarring your way into the ship, and it's like, oh, the crowbar's like going up. You've got to press the trigger when it hits the green bit. It's like, ding, <laughs> d- you have to do that four times to break into the ship. And it's like, what is this? Oh, so strange. It just well, feels so video gamey. Um, without there being that many reports about the game, we we all felt that it had a troubled development, yeah. didn't we? Even though even though there were no reports to confirm that. <laughs> well, that, that's what's so sad is that like yes, you do this intro bit, and you know, and it's it's sort of impressive, and then it does this like intro cut scene where it like sh- like lists all the Ubisoft studios that worked on it, and there's literally about seven or eight of them. Shit. But again, and you're watching it thinking like, God, it took this many people to. <laughs> bring this together to something they could actually release 
Yeah. So what? It's... What you're saying, Sean, is you're not going to go for the hundred pound premium edition? <laughs> no, no. I don't. What do you get? Uh... The hundred pound premium edition, James. Uh, you get two extra missions, uh, oh, good, cosmetic okay. items, and a smuggler pass. Uh, okay. To unlock the premium battle pass. <laughs> okay. So there you go. And you that get a fifth aid, didn't you? Yeah. Almost oh, certainly. Pubis made the same joke <laughs> in the chat. Let's uh, stop with the aid gags. I just, yeah, we're, like, done, we're done with the aid gags, okay? I, just, I feel I'm like even if game. you are into. Shut the fuck up, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is what gets me. The amount of people that go, oh, Matt's great jokes that everyone misses. <laughs> that was shit. Yeah, I, I've had a week off. I need, I'm working <laughs> up to the yeah, good stuff. Fucking, can you take up. another week off, please? <laughs> It'll take him longer then. <laughs> <laughs> I just I feel like if you're into like typical Ubisoft stuff which is very cinematic very you know like very polished highly produced like cool cut <laughs> did you phone Leo in the chats just said break the other arm <laughs> fucking hell did you phone yeah. <laughs> sorry it was the wrist I don't think you're going to get that from this like I, I don't mm. really know who this is for um which is a shame. Perverts. Yeah, probably. Uh, no, I think I think there are some people that um, I think they're going for the people that like Black Flag. Well, Genuinely, I think they've. I, that's me. They though. think there's enough. Well, that's of them. Sean. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you're not like a proper. You, you're not like an Ubisoft guy, are you? I'm a Black uh, Flag guy. Yeah, but uh, I think they're going for the the Assassin's Creed. But that's not. what I mean, though. But if you've played loads of Assassin's Creed, you'd just be like, "What well, the fuck are these cutscenes? These conversations right, are so right. stilted and weird." And yeah, I don't know, man. I can't see it doing well this no. game, I'll be honest with you. But hey, we haven't played it. We've only Not played that. Sean's only played I'm the sure open beta. Uh, uh, so let's see what that's like. It's probably going to be wank. I'm just <laughs> worried that we're going to get like uh, pseudo site. It's probably going to be shit, isn't it? Um, <laughs> is that it for the news, James? Uh, that is it, yeah. It's time for yeah. what you've been playing then. I mean, we've already touched on it, but uh, let's talk about let's talk about Foam Stars to start with. Um, James and I have played Foam Stars, which is the game that you may have seen on many Sony. Uh, what are they called? Like, what do they call that one? State of Plays or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the moment you look at it. You go, oh look! That someone trying to do the the uh, Splatoon thing, where you, it's an arena shooter where you're actually spraying foam, different color foam, all over the levels. And Sean, it's exactly what you think it is. <laughs> what do you think it is? You've you've not played it. James and I have had a few matches on mm. it. What do you think it is? Um, I mean, obviously, there's the Splatoon comparison, but but I mean, even from what we've seen, that. It's, I did wonder if that was unfair because obviously it's not like it has like the swimming mechanic, right? It looked like you were like filling the environment with the foam rather than just coating surfaces. You are, with it. But, but instead okay. of swimming, you're just surfing on the oh, foam. Oh, yeah, okay. fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 shit. It's really? it's a shit game. Oh, yeah, it man. is. I, I don't like being really harsh on games. Um, the idea of someone trying to do the Splatoon thing on a different platform because obviously mm-hmm. Nintendo, you know, it's the only place you can play that style of shooter so i'm not against the idea of someone trying this but they just seem to get everything completely wrong like visually it's it's visually it's a fucking mess you know how when you play splatoon throughout all of the matches you know exactly where you are like you know exactly what the battle is Mm -hmm. where you're supposed to be going how you're supposed to be earning points how you're supposed to be helping your team you have none of that feedback visually from this game. It's just you're spraying foam everywhere. That's it. 
it yeah know? it really got like the end of each round we were like so have we won or what what's happened because <laughs> whereas platoon you yeah. basically already know before it even like well before Hell it announces yeah. it right you, yeah, yeah 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 and and you're thinking right let's push let's push stick together push you know there's uh, so the mechanic is right you start off with the fu- like i can't tell you sean even after playing four or five matches of this what is more important filling the level with foam or killing opponents right. yeah i'm right? still not sure at all because I think you get points for killing opponents, which you don't really get. Mm-hmm. You, you, it does like add up on Splatoon, but it doesn't count towards your team score, does it? Killing opponents. It's just the the benefit of killing opponents in Splatoon is that well, you you've got it, for you it benefits you because you it means your XP goes up or quick right, yeah, your XP but goes up, but not for the team though, but and not for the apart team, from right? making it better for them. Probably. So, so in in this, you. You run around spraying your foam everywhere. Then you come across one of their guys, and you're shooting them with your foam, but and it's making that do 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 sort of sound that it does in Splatoon. Mm. So it's nick that. Mm. And then when you die, you go into a big ball of foam, and you can either be saved by someone surfing into you, mm. or you get killed if you surf into them. So you put them in the big ball of foam and you surf it. Yeah. But it's really not clear who's doing what. Yeah. Like it's. It looks so ugly, the game, visually, that you're kind of like, are they dead or they're not? Is that mm. foam or is that a competitor that's in a ball of foam? It's so wildly confusing that you just look at it and go, what's the fucking point? <laughs> what's the point? No, no. Okay. But what about all the characters constantly, you know, with the one-liners and all that kind of oh, thing? No. Constantly going on. Oh, all the way through the th- all yeah. the way through the <laughs> bloody uh, game. Yeah, you get... They're, they're really irritating characters and they're constantly talking and you just how go... You, how do you build a game like this, which is clearly meant for people to put about 300 hours into and think, right. yeah, that'd be good if the characters keep making quips all the time. That won't get old. Well, like- they, but but this, is, this is what confuses me the most, Sean, mm. is that how do you sit down and say, right, we want to do a Splatoon game. Mm. Let's do a Splatoon game so we can bring it to PlayStation, bring it to, mm. you know, other formats. How do we get this idea and move it to other formats. Right, we don't want it to be exactly like Splatoon, so let's just miss the point <laughs> completely, entirely, yeah. and just make it as irritating as possible. What's that? You finished a, a mission, right, back to the arena bit, like the, the town, the equivalent of the town in Splatoon. It just kicks you right back there. Yeah. And you just think, holy shit, like, what, what, what? You've just, this is awful. This is <laughs> awful. Before you start, there are, what, eight? characters to choose from yeah which is also strange because you do the tutorial and you're playing as a character yeah and then you go into like the main sort of lobby area which is also not as good like you know like okay we know we joked about the whole 30 frames thing like with splatoon but at least it feels like a kind of like alive yeah, yeah, yeah it feels yeah, like this yeah. thing's this, going this on this feels like a it's yeah just this is a joke totally sterile like in, yeah. and also like the first thing i did was i went over to one of the like the kiosks where it's like oh there's uh yeah a load of microtransactions here you know that you uh, can so you can like spend like quite a lot of money like on stuff that you could you know get for your character and stuff or change stuff and immediately i was like i'm not sure how i need to change the character or how you do this then it turns out you have to go to like another kiosk to like try and do that so you don't get like a character like customizing like customizer like right from the off you know it's like you have to go somewhere to try and you know to make this happen which is a, a little bit i mean it's not confusing but it's just like i don't know why like that was one of the things that splatoon did really well it's like you know mm. you start the game off and it's like this is who you are 
what do you want to look like? It's like, why wouldn't you do that? Mm. I don't understand. It's, it's strange. But, um, yeah, and then as as David said, it's like you know, actually getting into games is like not entirely clear either. Like what's going on? It's um, it takes ages to load into a yeah. game, and and uh, oh and yeah, it- oh sorry, I've just remembered something else with that, which is another thing that Splatoon does really well. Sorry, I've just knocked my mic stand because uh, I got uh, I got animated. Tom <laughs> oh, Sean, so I'm going to actually emphasize that in the edit. I want everyone he's, to see he's how got animated yeah. because yeah. because <laughs> it was it was one what Chelsea won Palace one until uh, yeah. two minutes ago, and now it's three one to Chelsea. So. <laughs> James is James is a del- he's well happy. Over I, I'm quite excited. Yeah, it's funny because so. before we started recording, James was saying how bad Chelsea were and they were definitely going to lose. Tonight. Exactly. Like how bad every time he plays anyone? <laughs> like how bad a Palace? You know, yeah. it's like look okay. at the statistics, Dave. Anyway, um, <laughs> the whole thing. Billion thing- pound well spent. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> beat Palace. Uh, anyway. So the other thing about it is that you know, like in Splatoon, you have like the loading. You know, when you're waiting for a game to start, you're in yeah. that sort of like little sort of training area, mm. and there's stuff to kind of do in there. Like yeah, you can yeah. like you know shoot stuff, make things explode, all that kind of thing. There's nothing to do in this, so right. you're just sort of just standing around, being like, well, okay, I'll wait for the minute or whatever countdown. And it's like I don't know it, it, if it had some targets to shoot out or something, mm. it'll be that would be something, you know. And all there was was there's an area where you can sort of flood with foam if you want to. But that's about it. There's not really much else to do. And the other thing that we... I mean, this was one of your ideas, David, which they should have had in here, and I don't know why they don't, is that the part of the traversal is that you can, like, use this, like, surfboard, you know, to, like, surf over the foam and stuff. But you can't, like, do tricks or anything like yeah, that, and that would like be really be cool. Yeah, you should be able to do Tony Hawk-style tricks on it yeah. to, like, get points or whatever, but you just can't. So you just sort of, like... It is Slide literally around. just our words. Yeah. You're not swimming, you're surfing. That'll do. <laughs> Which, again, defeats the point because part of the good thing about swimming in Splatoon is that you're not visible. Mm. Whereas, like, now you are totally visible. Like, it's totally clear where you are. It's just a, it just gets everything wrong that it shouldn't get wrong. And, it, you know, if you're sitting there with a PlayStation 5 and a, a PS Plus subscription, because this is available on PS Plus this month... Mm. Um, and you're going, well, I want to play something a bit like Splatoon. I would say, well, instead of downloading that that's included, go and buy a Switch and buy Splatoon. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but that's hundreds of pounds. Yeah, but it, it's hundreds of pounds better than this. <laughs> so, you know, this is not an equivalent. This isn't something that you should go to and think, oh, I want to play a Splatoon style game for the first time. Mm. Just don't. It's not very good at all. I, I hated it. Like I, I actually hated it. I'm never gonna play again. Um, what a shame. No, I mean I I as soon as we sh- Well, yeah, it's a bit of a shame because I think it would be good to get a game like that mm. on a different system. Mm. This mm. is not it. This totally gets it wrong. Yeah, I mean we finished playing, you know, quit out and just deleted it straight away. I was like, <laughs> I'm never gonna touch this ever again. It's yeah, um, yeah it was it was disappointing. Do you ever do you ever do that and you it's like <laughs> It's like I hope the I hope the developers feel this. <laughs> I hope someone goes like, oh, oh, fuck, oh, ow, that was, <laughs> yeah, 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 you do, yeah. Uh, it would be nice if a little ticker come up on the screen and how many people have deleted your game and then it just goes up one. I mean, like one of those big flapping. I mean, that, that probably is like, like a... from the start of a day on uh, Groundhog Day. <laughs> that probably is a metric they have access to, right? Like how many people yeah. played it for ten minutes and then. Just... Never again. You, you can assume they deleted it. But yeah. yeah, yeah, and li- knowing the shit games that James has played to a hundred percent, and seeing that he's deleted that game, yeah, must... even this I couldn't couldn't bring myself to persist with. It's not the only, yeah. 
new game we've played this week, though. Mm. I think, uh, so myself, Sean, oh, you haven't played it, James. That's all you played, Foam Stars. Mm, that, I've played nothing else apart from Foam Stars. Okay. Like, this week. Month. Yeah. This week, Hel- rather, yeah. I've written down here Helldivers 22. Oh, blimey. But what I meant wow. is... Hell you yeah, yeah, have to play the other the 21 to know the story. All right, shut up. Um, um, <laughs> I have only done the first two missions ah. because this came out just before I went on holiday and uh, and I haven't had the chance to play anymore. Um, but I can already tell that, we're, you know, it's got a lot of potential. It's going to be really good well, fun. Well, this is it. It's a funny one because potential is the word. Um because it's had a funny old launch week in that it's done... How do you mean? Well, it's done insanely well, but had loads of bugs, server capacity issues. It's, That's what you're shooting, isn't it? Hey! Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's clearly really good. It's just been, uh, like, I mean, you know, and the devs have been amazing. They've been, like, firing out patches every day and, and stuff. Like, things have already improved a lot. Um but yeah, initially, because I was thinking like, oh, fuck. Because obviously, you know, we've had the, the ongoing sort of, I keep saying it's going to be good and you like, I didn't seem as convinced. And I was just like, fuck me. If Dave plays this on launch day, this is, he's going to hate it. <laughs> <laughs> because like just matchmaking wasn't working. Um, I should explain what it is and why this stuff is important. Um, it's a co-op third-person shooter. Um, if you haven't seen the trailers and stuff, it's very clearly heavily you know ripping from starship troopers in that it's you know you're part of this intergalactic army where you're constantly being fed this propaganda right about like oh the these alien bugs are threatening our way of life you are very clearly just going to their planets and destroying their shit right um <laughs> yeah and, uh, <laughs> like it, it, it's not it's not even trying to be clever, is no. it? I mean, you literally, what one of your objectives is to raise the flag and salute yeah. it like, <laughs> as it's going up. It's well, this so is it because stupid. It's, it, the, the humour in it d- could run the risk of becoming very one note. And it does a bit like some of the call yeah, outs does, yeah. when you, you know, you're shooting bugs and, you know, you guys shouting, like, have a taste of democracy or whatever. Um, yeah, that gets a bit. Yeah, for like yeah, the 50th yeah. time, that starts to. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. like, you know, the tutorial when it's like teaching you how to heal yourself and it's like, oh, walk up to the injury simulator and you're like, okay, and you push the button, this spike just goes poof, into your chest. Yeah, that was quite funny. I also <laughs> loved like how uh, during the during the uh, tutorial, every new area that you walk into, it says that he goes, the guy goes, right, now this is the real deal. <laughs> like every every time yeah. you do it, it's a grenade throwing bit yeah. and then you go and pick up a gun. Right, okay, okay, soldier, this is the real deal. <laughs> uh, it just made me laugh every time. I yeah. thought it was really yeah, funny. Yeah, there's some genuinely like really smart writing and stuff and yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, basically the, the whole thing is, yes, yeah, so you've been sent down onto these planets. Yeah, you've got objectives. You know, you've got your main objective, which is usually like take out uh, you know, a load of bug eggs or um, secure like a, a hard drive that's got sensitive data on it or whatever. Um, and then the, there'll be like side objectives as well. So you obviously all you have to do is the main objective, but if you're feeling confident, you go for the side stuff as well. You can earn more resources and stuff. The other thing is that you have these what they call stratagems. So obviously you're you know soldier, you'll have a machine gun and a pistol and some grenades or whatever, but you can call in like airdrops. So you like you hold the left bumper and you have to like tap in like sequences on the on the D pad. And then you like throw a little marker. Yeah, I don't know. I feel about that. Are they random or are they always? Are always the same. Yeah, okay. so you can you can same. learn them. Yeah, because yeah. it feels like yeah, it feels like eventually you'll you end up, especially mm. you know, recalling 
a teammate mm-hmm. is such a big one yeah. to do. Yeah. Well, it, it, like it, actually knowing that off by well, heart. It's, it's would interesting be really because helpful. when the first Helldivers came out, that was quite soon after Magicka came. So, so the same developers made this game Magicka, where it was. Okay. To look at it, it was like, oh, it's like a top-down like fantasy RPG. But the joke was, like, it was actually an action game, and to do the magic spells in it, you were learning all these button combinations, right? And having to figure, that oh, out. And, it was, right. and you could very easily get your mates killed and stuff. So when Helldivers One came out, it's like, oh, it's sci-fi Magicka, basically. But but oh, Magicka okay. was that long ago now that I don't think people are going to necessarily draw that comparison anymore. So yes, yeah, so you might look right, at this right. now and be like, well, why am I tapping out these combinations? Whereas previously, it just felt like an obvious evolution of something else um so yeah you, you got to tap these combinations out you might get them wrong because you're panicking because there's bugs coming at you or whatever um and also it's very easy to get your mates killed either by dropping stuff on them you can call in airstrikes and then maybe realize one of your mates has like wandered over to it by accident and you're like <laughs> get out of the way he's gonna um i just and- shot john Did in you- the head <laughs> yeah he was running away for some bugs, and he ran, ran across the line of fire and just killed him. He was like, <laughs> it's, it's easily you just done. Killed me. Um, which, yeah. when you're playing with mates, is all part of the fun. Not so right. funny when you're playing with randoms. Um, uh, that said, playing with randoms has been mostly okay. I've not, I've not come across any like genuine like idiots yet. I had one guy <laughs> the day after it came out. Um, we did a mission where we just like went straight to the objective and then someone called for the evac and then we, then we left. And this guy was in the text chat going like, oh, who the fuck called the evacs? Like, we didn't go for any bonus objectives. But like, oh, you're all noobs. And then the guy hosting the session just, just said, the game came out yesterday, mate, and blocked him. <laughs> so that was good. Um, yeah, randoms have been okay, but it's just, it's not as, the, the, yeah, the, the, the tension of it isn't as enjoyable unless you're playing with mates so the fact that the servers were being weird for a good few days was a real shame because and especially like trying to play on your own forget it i know we always say you know when there's a co-op game it's always like you know people say oh is it is it worth playing on my own and we kind of go yeah yeah you know it's not as good but no do not play this on your own it's a bad time no um no it feels like that sort of game i mean it felt a bit like so we only played two players mm-hmm. and it felt like ah nah this is it needs more yeah. than this yeah yeah yeah, yeah uh, totally. it feels like you need a full team of four yeah. right it's four players yes. isn't it yeah 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 but yeah when you get a squad of four people and the the difficulty starts creeping up because it's it's pretty trivial to begin with it's you know pretty straightforward but once it starts getting tough and yeah like i say you're in that sort of enjoyable tension where you're all kind of stressing a little bit but you're calling stuff out to each other you're helping each other out like one person's got a backpack with all supply packs and they're running around to everyone here's some fucking ammo here's some health kit you know all that stuff does this require a lot of teamwork yes 100 percent. yeah it's all about teamwork and like coordination. I mean, the, the tools it gives you, like it's got the, you know, the, the sort of pinging mechanic so you can point at something and it'll, it'll sort of intelligently go like, oh, well, that's an enemy. So you're telling everyone to attack that enemy or you can mark stuff on the map or, or what have you. So the yeah. tools are there. Like if you haven't got voice comms or you're not playing with friends, um, tools are there to sort of enable that stuff. But it's always going to be better with mates, right? Um, but yeah, it's had this like insane opening weekend. It's been like a major event which i really wasn't expecting i mean it's had quite a heavy push like it is a, a playstation studios game it was made by arrowhead but it's you know published by by playstation um so i guess it's benefited from marketing there quite a lot but yeah it's been really nice seeing it blow up but also a shame because clearly the devs are like exhausted like i think like one of the last updates was like we we are going to do another patch but please we need to get some sleep like <laughs> um which you know is like you're reading that's like yeah that's not a joke they are actually probably absolutely exhausted mm-hmm. um 
so yeah, it's it's a bit of a watch this space. Like I like Dave, I do really want to play with you at some point if we can make that work. Apparently, yeah, apparently we'll it's got some cross play, so we'll see. Um but yeah. But yeah, we'll definitely get something going because yeah. um uh yeah, I don't know many people that mm. have uh got mm. it. Um and I want to play more of it for yeah. sure. Oh the the uh, ship name stuff. Oh god. <laughs> so yeah, so after you do the tutorial, you get to name your ship mm. and it's like a list of words. It's like it's the Animal Crossing a, thing, isn't it? Like yeah, your your it's the name of your ship can be thing. like there's yeah, like one list of words <laughs> of and another list of words. What did you go with? I spent ages looking for a good combination. Uh, I went with Fist of Peace. Fist of <laughs> Peace was Sean's. But that's it. Loads was, of things, uh, you sort of think, oh man, this is going to be amazing because I'm going to join like randoms. I'm going to see all their funny ship names. But then loads of people just have like sort of sincere like Sword of Justice or whatever. You're like, oh, right. Oh, really? <laughs> Go on, Dave, yours yeah, yeah. is good. Mine was uh, the Judge of Judgment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I nearly went one. with the Fist of Family Values. Uh, but peace <laughs> was a bit more concise. Um, yeah, loads of little stuff yeah. like that. It's funny. Oh, microtransactions, bit gross. I didn't see much of it. What is the microtransaction? Well, so basically stuff? it's it's got a battle pass. So there's there's a free battle pass track and then there's a paid for one. Which you know is not unusual, but it, it you know it's like a what's it thirty thirty five quid game, um, and to have that on launch day, it's like all right, guys, like yeah. trying to make me buy more stuff like immediately, and then there's like a a paid for um, currency. What sort of stuff is it? What do you unlock? It's a, like, well, like that's the thing. So there's a, there's a shop where you can directly buy like paid for stuff, but that's just cosmetic armor stuff i think um but in the paid battle pass there are like variants on the weapons so they'll be like this is the machine gun you've already got but the bullets explode but it's like a slower rate like it's always a trade-off but you always look at it and like oh it does sound quite cool actually um rather than it being purely cosmetic so that's yeah. kind of a shame um but then also i'm like well i'm really enjoying it so maybe do i just pay up don't know, don't uh, know. yeah it's tough is it i mean uh, I've known many people that have uh, uh, bought battle passes for games mm. straight away mm. and then regretted it yep. because it's like uh, eventually everyone stops playing yeah. it. So all the cosmetic stuff you've bought actually means nothing because you're playing the game on your top. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I want to play more of mm. it. I, I haven't got too much to say on that game uh, because I haven't played enough, but I will get to it Fair. throughout the week. Uh, just before we finish up with Sean's games, I finished Prince of Persia, The Lost oh, nice. Crown, over mm-hmm. the weekend. Yeah, it's good. I like. Um, I'm interested, James. Mm-hmm. If you were reviewing it, what would you give it? Uh, seven out of ten, probably. Oh, uh, I would have gone eight. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think the combat and the the uh, and the traversal is actually worthy mm-hmm. of that extra point. I could see why you give it a seven, but uh, I, I I would give it closer to an eight. I think the ending really lets it down actually like mm-hmm. the last bit of it like the, because you get to the ending and you go oh you really sort of thought the story was great here and i sort of mm. just gave up giving a shit about any of the characters like about three quarters of the way through uh maybe even halfway through um and also like it ends on a boss fight and you just go oh, kind of feels like maybe it shouldn't have like mm. a, maybe it should have gone in a different direction mm. like there are Celeste-esque moments in this game without a shadow of a doubt, and I just thought actually climbing some to somewhere would have been a much better ending than than having a fucking boss battle. So, uh, but overall, really good game. I I, I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, just don't think it quite made it to the to the 
top end. Like it's one of those where you play it and you go, oh, this could possibly make game of the year discussions, but it's never going to be game of the year. Mm. I get like that's the feeling I mm. get away uh, get from that game. It's. I mean, I certainly haven't really thought about it since I finished it. Like it's, that's it, and I've finished it now, and I'm done. I've got no interest to go back to it. And I will say this as well performance issues on the switch got worse and worse as the game went on really? like I, I am absolutely blown away that digital found foundry were like oh no i can't really tell that there are so many performance problems yeah, towards I kept, the end of like, this game even but, after we talked about it on the show i kept seeing people being like oh yeah yeah it's absolutely flawless on the switch it's yeah. not flawless on the switch yeah. at all i mean i should have taken more videos just to show you but that just to show you but it, it was honestly towards the end you were just like fuck me like mm-hmm. even in boss fights and stuff, you're like, this is like hanging for a good second or two mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah, it was really annoying. Uh, but okay, all right, that's that. Matt, you've not played anything because um, you've been busy breaking Correct. bones. Breaking bones. I mean, the real talk. Are you going to be able to play anything for a while, Matt? Are you going to? Oh, we're yeah. going to get all that. Well, these are the games you can play one-handed. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping he's just going to play tons of mobile, like yeah, free-to-play yeah, yeah. mobile yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah, I don't know if I've got time. Uh, I, d- <laughs> I downloaded Rebirth because I wanted to play that trailer, but I haven't had a chance to even give it a go. Mm. But I don't know. I mean, who knows? Who knows anymore? <clears throat> who knows? Uh, Sean, what other games have you got Hello. for us this week? Uh, so I have been playing Ultros, which is out. Uh, well, yesterday, if you're listening to the podcast, it came came out or comes out on the 13th. Um, this was a rare managed to actually blag a code situation because um, I was already really excited about this game, just going off the the trailers and like bits of the soundtrack that they'd released. If you've not seen this game, um, you need to just Google it because certainly, like the first thing you need to talk about with this game is the visuals. Like it looks unbelievable to the point that like gameplay wise it might actually irritate some people right because it's like oh, you think? the visual style is just so busy it's a it's a metroidvania 2d metroidvania um but the yeah the the lead for the art team was uh el juevo who um did like a bunch of the art for hotline miami um but he's also right. you know, celebrated artist in his own right um and it's it's all just like so vibrant and bold and neon and it just looks it looks incredible um but you know if if someone played this and was like i can't tell what's going on there's too, there's too much shit on the screen i'm i would i disagree but i get it right there are like accessibility options to sort of mitigate that you can like blur out the background a bit or like desaturate it but obviously that immediately feels like a shame because you're losing the detail of like all this beautiful artwork um so i don't know your mileage may vary but it, it does look incredible um and and you know and obviously part of me was like do i need another metroidvania i'm still you know still only oh, no, like a I'm- few hours into prince of Persia. go on james I'm hoping you're going to tell me that this isn't very good and that well, I don't need to be bothered. Reviews, got yeah. some yeah. bad news here, James. The reviews are very it's good. Stunning. It's stunning. <laughs> I might have to oh, do it, this no, later. Stun- stunning's not the right word. Yet. It's like, you know, played a lot of Metroidvanias. I've never played one quite like this. The 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 structure of it is weird. <laughs> and it's... <laughs> and it's... Obviously, I'm going to be dancing around the spoilers, but obviously, but also, I'm only I think I'm like 12, 13 hours in, so I don't know everything that that happens yet. But structurally, it's fascinating because you 
you know, it starts off very typical. You wake up um, on this like space station, right? Um, and you're sort of making your way around and like you find a sword, you start killing some baddies. It introduces like this cool combat stuff where when you kill enemies, you get some of their body parts, which you can then eat. And that's how you like raise, you like raise these sort of different types of like resource bars. And then that's how you buy new abilities. Right. Um, and basically the, the more, the more you vary your attacks when you kill an enemy, the better the body parts you get out of them. Right. So if you just run up to an enemy and just keep mashing the attack button over and over and over, you'll get bloody pulp as it says as it calls it which is shit right you get like a tiny bit of resources out of it and it's shite but if you like get one combo in and then the enemy tries to attack you and you dash past it and you get a counter in and then you jump and then you do a diving kick on it then you get like perfect you know like uh, like a perfect bit like bit of food out of it it's weird there's all different like body parts and stuff you get out of them it's gross but it's a very cool system. It's very satisfying to like get your head around that. I mean, like, right, if I get more efficient right. with the combat, it's going to be like you know more quickly unlocking new moves and stuff. So it introduces that, and you're like, cool, that's that's quite interesting. Um, and then it sort of very briefly touches upon this whole like like gardening system, right? Which <laughs> and like you, you meet this guy who's just called the gardener, and he's like, hey, here's a seed. Like here's a bit of fertile ground, chuck it in, see what happens. And you, you do, and it grows this little tree, which also grows some fruit, which you can eat, and then that increases your, your stats and stuff. And you're like, okay, that that seems fine. And then you fight a boss, and then you kill the boss, and then the whole thing resets. You go back to the start, and you're like, right, what the fuck? What? <laughs> like this is you know the first sort of thirty forty minutes, so not not spoilers by any means. Um, but straight away you then like ah, right, the things I planted, I've already got fruit on them. So I'm eating those and I'm unlocking abilities way quicker than I did on the first run. And also some of those plants that I've planted have grown a bit and are opening up new roots. There's new directions I can go in because like this one tree that had grown a bit is now a bit taller and has like a platform on the top of it and I can jump on that and get somewhere else. And oh, right. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, so, so when it re- whenever it restarts, which it does a lot, it's by design and it's it's the map stays the same you always keep your map whatever you've discovered but all your abilities reset and you start off without the sword and you like so you initially you can't do combat and stuff um but again like the route to the sword gets much quicker and like i say you get much better at unlocking your abilities sooner but then you also get items that like let you sort of pin certain abilities so you won't lose them when it restarts yeah. So you mark like a couple of your favorites out, so you know you know the sort of the toolkit you're starting with the next time, and yeah, it's again dancing around spoilers, but you so you keep going through, you keep fighting bosses, and you're growing more stuff, and the the story, I haven't made any sense out of it yet, other than this this ship was built to give birth to this this evil being called Ultros, right, and that's so every time you kill a boss. That's what sets Ultros off. And Ultros gets born and it goes, and then it rewinds. Um, and so part of you is like, well, I'm supposed to be killing the bosses then. And then you sort of think, I am, I'm choosing to pick up the sword every time I respawn. And I don't, I don't know where it's going, but part of me is like, oh, is, is this a thing that like, there's going to be like the way to actually do it is like a pacifist run or something. I don't know. 
but it's right. just cool that you, you start thinking about this stuff and then and then as you go through the game you start getting other tools and stuff so you start being able to like uproot existing plants right and then add then you take your seeds add them to your inventory so you might have there's like a plant where it creates like a feet it's like golden like a wheat field almost and that gives you super speed as you're running through it or lets you run up walls and stuff so you might be like right i'm going to go here get some of the golden wheat share and then if i take that to this other bit of the map plant it here grow it by the next cycle it'll be massive and then i can go here and do this and you start planning things like several like resets ahead yeah, and it's like runs. Yeah, like and it just it's fascinating. And it, it is weird and it's confusing, but if you just go with it, like it, it holds your hand just enough that like every time you start a new run, the you know, you'll bump into like the same characters, but they might in they say something slightly different, introduce you to a new concept or something you hadn't considered before, and you're like, Oh shit, yeah, that's a really good idea, actually. Um and yeah, I'm I'm finding it absolutely fascinating like i really love it like the fact that like the combat's really good and then after a bit you're like i don't know if i'm supposed to be fighting <laughs> i'm not sure quite where this is going and it, yeah i i really love it um the soundtrack is absolutely sublime like i mentioned i've oh. been sort of getting obsessed they've released like a couple of tracks <laughs> See, that's, huh? that's the other James. thing is like a thing because mm. it's like that was one of the things that disappointed me the most about prince of persia was it's mm. not yeah, the soundtrack's, soundtrack's great. really totally forgettable. Mm-hmm. And like yeah, yeah, yeah. one of the best things, as we've said so many times from Hollow Knight, was how good that yeah. soundtrack was and what an atmosphere it created. Mm-hmm. And if this is on that sort of level, then... It really, yeah. it really is. Like The, the soundtrack is, is just absolutely stunning. It's the same guy um, who did the soundtrack to The Gunk, which I think Dave and I agreed probably we'd have liked that game to be a bit better, but I adored the soundtrack. This is a bit yeah. more... Because um, the, the Gunk soundtrack was very, very ambient, whereas this is a bit more in your face. There's, you know, there's, but there's still there's like really cool sort of orchestral or like cello, like cello stuff. Um, but then with like, you know, it's like really cool like drum loops and stuff. It's a bit, bit sort of late 90s, early noughties sort of trip hop. DJ Shadow sort of stuff. It's really <laughs> yeah, good. I love that shit. Really fucking good. Um, yeah, I, I love it. Um, How far into it are you? Do you think you're nearing some sort of conclusion? Or so I'm, what's the deal there? Well, you see, again, this is a thing. So I've done... I think I've got like three bosses left out of eight. But oh, wow. I get, But it's... But going back to those bosses, I think I'm supposed to be doing something other than fighting them so it's like i've done them but i think what i think even once i've killed them all i think like another layer to it is going to reveal itself right um and again sorry for everyone listening if this is frustrating it's like what are you talking about what do you mean i don't want to ruin it um it's just yeah it's like it's probably not better than hollow knight but it is the most interesting metroidvania i've played in in years well, the fact it was like a roguelike metroidvania as well yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Runs, that run aspect mm. and moving there i don't be mean though james i am totally with you i'm like they, 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 you know everyone was raving about prince of persia and i played it and it's yeah it was a good mm. game but i'm kind of like oh god yeah it's a metroidvania well, there's, there's something about metroidvania games mm. that um obviously is good when you're playing it but the thought about playing starting a new one it's daunting, is isn't what it? always gets yeah, shot yeah, yeah. well it's always like i know i'm gonna walk past doors that i can't open <laughs> and i know i'm gonna do it. and it's like mm. okay mm. come mm. on um uh and it's that stuff isn't it it's the the build-up in metroidvania games sometimes it's so slow mm. and frustrating but it sounds like this kind of doesn't this, do that. this gives it, you the double jump really early on 
That's important. That's crucial. <laughs> fucking right at the end of Prince of Persia. It's like, what the fuck? I think because that's the other thing uh, is so yeah, so all these abilities that you unlock by eating food and then and then spending it on this this sort of menu. So none of those are essential to progression. That's another thing they, right. they've done on purpose. So the double jump is separate to that sort of skill tree. So yeah, again, it's it's cool. That's like, well, there's all these things that are useful, but none of them are actually like gating progress. Is it t- is it what's the difficulty like? It's been fine. Um, I've only died like a couple of times. Um, oh, that's cool. So yeah, it's it's yeah, like the you have to pay attention during the bosses for sure. There's like sometimes they'll like if they've got a shield, you have to do a strong attack to break that before you can hurt them, or the, you know, and you can like deflect stuff. It's got it's one weird thing. It's got that you know, Guacamole had the thing where like if you hit an enemy in when it's in like a certain state, you can then like knock it in any direction and then it bashes into it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's got that, but it doesn't use it enough it's kind of like they put right. it in because they saw it in guacamole and then didn't do enough with it um which is kind yeah. of a shame but whatever um yeah really really like it cool it looks stunning mm. i bet it looks yeah so you're, you're playing on uh, so i'm playing it on the deck on but mostly plugged into the telly um right that's because like, this look amazing on or well, playstation mm-hmm. or massive tv and or on port- I'm perfect, yeah, portal hashtag perfect yeah. portal yeah yeah, yeah. With like all the colours stuff I'm seeing now, yeah. like this uh, post I'm seeing on the PlayStation block, it just looks incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Tom was grassing you up, James. Yeah, I know. Want you to? Oh, you do know, dear. Yeah, yeah. James has just been texted away to someone <laughs> for the past twenty minutes. He's been texting. Uh, well, I don't know. What, I don't want to. I don't want to mention who I knew, the grass I knew that. is. I thought that might happen. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why is that? Well, because no, I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm just going to reply it makes sense Sean <laughs> is doing what you've been playing I will try and be brief this is just a few recommendations no don't get, be brief get, get a few more messages in now it's only been an hour and a half I thought we'd be going yeah no, it feels like we've been just because James has switched off doesn't mean you need to <laughs> I'm not switched off I just uh, just bored no go on what um, so, yeah so Steam Next Fest has been on, obviously, there's fucking hundreds of demos. No one can play them all, but here's a few I enjoyed. Um, so I played Balatro, which, Dave, <sighs> we found a roguelike deck builder that you would like because it's poker-themed. Oh, yeah. Wait, I, I, I can really, really just start doing other stuff now, right? <laughs> Who's <laughs> we? Um, yeah, it's a roguelike deck builder, but it's based on a... Well, initially, it's based on a traditional, you know set of cards and when you basically every turn you're just creating poker hands like the so the idea is you're trying to generate like a certain number of chips right which are just points and different poker hands are worth different amounts so every turn it's like right here's your here's your hand of cards pick five cards to make a, a poker hand right so you're trying to squeeze the maximum value out of that where it gets weird is you start unlocking like jokers which might be like Right, every time you play spades, you get a multi multiplier goes up by one, right? And it starts getting really silly. There's like Oh, that's cool. Yeah, like you that. start combining all these weird effects. And then like then you like you'll finish one level and it's like, right, now you can lock some new cards. Do you want to open a like tarot pack or a celestial pack? And you're just like, What the what? What are these? Why? What's happening? Um and yeah, and it's just all these these weird and wonderful different kinds of cards with all different effects and stuff. It's really good. Um, this, this is coming out on everything, seemingly. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm just looking mm. now. Switch, PlayStation 5, Microsoft, yeah. Windows. Perfect on Switch. 
um 100 nice well worth a look um i also play it does look good actually i like i like the idea of combining yeah poker hands with with um modifiers on this yeah like because really you fucking cool because initially you look at it and it's like oh but i've played loads of these games why would i be interested in one that just uses normal cards it's like, oh no five minutes in though this is really fucking fun actually it's really interesting right right um, yeah 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 i also played space trucker which do you know what, does anyone want to guess what this game's about is, uh, it, is um, it a deck builder no is it delivering things it's about delivering stuff in space very good for a deck of cards james why do you you let why yourself you? down when you try and do no, these no, jokes. Really do. Why have done this, James? You expose yourself. Is it yeah. a roguelike? No. It's a, oh, it's, okay. a, it's basically like any of your, your truck simulators, but it's it, but you're in it's a big spaceship instead, but still basically looks like a truck, which makes no sense, but I'm fine with it. Um yeah, really enjoyable. Just really chill. Like it's so slow and cumbersome, but you're just like, good. I like this. I like picking so up a bit of cargo and then being like, right, so it's gonna take me. Spent like 10 minutes to just drive over there. Um, you can like fuck around, like you can look around your cockpit. There's all different levers and buttons and switches that do various things. And there's like the radio you can turn on and off. And then, like, crucially, like if you bash into stuff or stuff goes wrong with your equipment, you have to get out of your chair, find like power cells dotted around or whatever, and like replace stuff, fix, fix stuff. Sometimes you've got to put your spacesuit on, get outside and like patch stuff up. Um, just, yeah incredibly chill and really good fun. Well, sure. what please, stream, on the way. please stream this. this great. <laughs> it would be a really good streamer, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. What, 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 what's the, what are the hazards on the way? Uh, there's just, like, debris hanging around. Like, the way you, like, you, your truck handles. Really, yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Are there aliens? No, as far as I'm aware, no aliens. Um, I don't know, like, I don't, I don't know, know if there's a story. DLC. There's, like, a bit where, like, some other truckers start chatting on the, the CB radio and you grab the receiver and, like, start, you have, like, a couple of dialogue options and you, and it's like, oh, I wonder where this is going. Obviously, the, the demo gives nothing away. Um, yeah, really enjoyed that. That looks great. Um, played the demo of Harold Halibut, which I've been excited for for a while. It's been in development for like 10 years or something. That's what I'm going to be calling my son. <laughs> <from now on. laughs> Do you know, it really, that's, this sounds like a Euro platformer from like the 90s. <laughs> it does, to be fair. Um but it's it's so it's not technically point and click because you do you directly control the character with the stick. But it basically looks it's you know it looks and plays more or less like a point and click adventure game. But you this the, the setting is um, basically this this spaceship left Earth because Earth was dying, um, and then it flew through space for like a thousand years or whatever, and then essentially crash landed on this planet that's just a massive ball of water, um, and got stuck. And now everyone just lives on this ship and this sort of a bit depressed and, and weird um and it's like uh, i can't remember, I, don't, I don't know what the actual like overall plot is but the demo is very much you're know, like this sort of lowly engineer who keeps getting into trouble because he keeps like forgetting to buy the right travel pass to get around the station um and you're doing sort of basic relate. jobs and stuff and it, it, it's a weird one like i would recommend checking out the demo um but it's i don't think it's as funny as it needs to be to justify the fact that you are just kind of walking around talking to people and pushing buttons um but right. it looks incredible like yeah, yeah like watch the art style looks, is yeah wild, like it's it? that stop motion well kind of but it's yeah it's, it's sort of stop motion but it's you know it's like full 60 frames so it doesn't have the sort of jerky movement but yeah they look like these real like painted models. Models, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah like it looks yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. real like um 
so yeah, super impressed. Um, just yeah, just I hope the story picks up a bit. Um, because I say what I played of the demo was like was fine, but I wasn't. I was like, it needs to be a bit more funny or a bit more interesting. But I don't know, we'll see. Um, it's also, I mean, yeah, this is coming out on other stuff as it well. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, the last one uh, was Islands of Insight, which is this. one. I think it was on like a was it on an Xbox? Obviously, stream? it sounds like Atari ST game. <laughs> does that. That title is dreadful. <laughs> Islands of Insight. Well, it's weird, right? Because the title's bad and the setting is weird because it's like... It's like, do you remember when you were a kid and you had like Atari or whatever mm. and, and then you go, oh yeah, what are you playing? Oh, I'm playing Lemmings. Mm. I'm playing, you know, this. I'm playing that. But my dad plays <laughs> Islands of Insight. Does he? Mm. Yeah. He's stuck at the <laughs> gate. <laughs> Doesn't know where to no go. Yet, yeah, so it does look, look like a sort of like a mist. Well, this like, is it. Because it's, it's, it's literally yeah, totally. like, right, here's a series of like floating islands in the sky and they've got puzzles on them. Off you go. It's just an endless, like, here's a bit of dopamine. Here's another bit of do- Oh, you link these two boxes together. Here's another bit of dopamine. Oh, you've aligned these rings so you look. Th- this, this, <laughs> like, it, it's. They're not supposed to say <laughs> that in the game. It is just like. And like you're just walking around this environment, and there's just endless things to like look at or click on, and be like, "Oh right, actually, yeah, if you put that there, that'll do this." And brilliant. And then, like, is this is this like the witness at all? It, I, it in looks like a witness sense, from the trailer yes, I'm watching but now. Where, where the witness sort of, I mean, I suppose the like having those the, you know those panels were sort of artificial in a way, but this is extra. Like, oh, this is just a a, a tile matching puzzle that's floating in midair for no reason other than. To go here, you go right. do a puzzle. It's not got the subtlety. Yeah, there's like the, the artificiality of it is just ridiculous. Which it, which I'm absolutely fine with. But it looks like it kind of tries to have a story, and it's like, no, don't you don't need to just go. <laughs> you like puzzles, don't you, idiot? Here you go. Fine. <laughs> um, and like, yeah, you'll be sort of solving some puzzles, and then you'll realize there's like some sort of hidden stuff. There's like these archways that are sort of semi like sort of camouflage like predator style and you're like oh shit is that an archway and then you run over and then it goes Poof, yeah you got an archway well done and you're like yes i do feel good thank you um it's just this constant like little like rewards for doing stuff and then and sort of as you solve puzzles you like unlock there's like a skill tree and you're you're unlocking like traversal mechanics so it's like right now you got a double jump and it's like well it's not a platform. What what use is a double jump? And then you realise that can get you to certain places that will give you the right perspective. To like, there's some like perspective based right. puzzles, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh shit, right? I'm having to stand up here. I can link these two boxes together. Yeah, it's weird how, as I say, you sort of you're in this world and you're solving these puzzles, and sometimes the world is relevant, but often you're just like, this is just a series of puzzles. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's weird, but it's well worth a look. Um. Okay, and that is PC only, is it? I don't know, actually. I'm not sure. No, that's the thing. It's it's like online as well. There's other people running around, but I don't know why. Um, I think there was men- really? there's mention of like, oh, like you know, you can like work alongside other people. Whereas I'm like, no, get off my puzzles. I want the puzzles for me. I want to solve them. Go yeah. away. <laughs> yeah, at the moment the website just lists Steam being able to wishlist this from tomorrow as we recording. So Tuesday, if you're listening to the podcast. Could you imagine if uh, you pay for a escape room and then you walked in there and there was another group of people in there? <laughs> you were like, no, they're going to help. They're going to help you out. I don't want them to. <laughs> Paid thirty quid for this. And the other, the other group of people is uh, James Farley and his work friends. 
<laughs> but then you get in there and you actually realise there's no puzzle someone discovers that requires eight people. You're like, oh, hang on. Shit, yeah. it's all, it's all yeah. part of the you, plan. What you do is you take James Farley and you slot him into like this James Farley slate shaped Yeah, so we need you you're the exact person we need. You're the, the key source. I just spend the whole time annoying Sean by bringing in tools that you're not supposed to oh, have. God, I'll never forget that. Fair. When we had, I don't know if they come across in that podcast, but when we did an escape room together <laughs> and James was like, I'll just use the torch on my phone. <laughs> no, <laughs> James, because we haven't got a torch yeah. yet. Yes, we have. It's, I've got on, it. it's on my phone here. Yeah. <laughs> You need a torch, but you end up sequence breaking it by using your own shit. That's (laughs) what was great. What was great is that you made this whole big point, and then we found a torch, and you went, and now we can use a torch. (laughs) Don't see what's wrong with that. That's absolutely fine. Uh, That's funny. Uh, Shall we move on Uh, to questions? Yeah, let's do questions. If you want to send us a question, go to TCGS dot co forward slash dear tcgs josh shields uh says recently there's been some internet noise about quote yellow paint in games specifically this week in final fantasy 7 retread um, oh shots fired um, yes, and the idea of having to have obtrusive signposting in games as someone who is notorious for not getting bits in games a standout being the feather breathing in celeste causing me to hard reset my xbox as i assumed the cutscene had failed before having to go to a guy to figure it out a wee bit of yellow helps me a lot are gamers now more impatient, or is there a problem with high fidelity and level design? And what games have you hopelessly got lost in due to a game's design? Right. I have got a lot to say about Go this. On. So those of you that don't know what we're talking about, yellow paint. I think, does it come from Uncharted? Is that oh, when possibly, it was first yeah. becoming the big mm. thing? I mean, Where, I, I think a lot of that, like Mirror's Edge had the red, but yeah, the yellow specifically. Yeah, well, the yellow paint was be, specifically yeah. from a mm. game. I think it was Uncharted or it was Tomb Raider. I can't remember. Mm. But there was a big thing uh, in games criticism where it was like, oh, yeah, you're, you're, uh, you're in this forest and you're trying to climb to this bit here, but everything that you can climb on has this yellow edging to it. So it's kind of like, oh, it removes the whole... Uh, Honestly, I don't shut up. <laughs> Just I would much rather have that than than not have it. Do you know what I mean? Because I, there's nothing more infuriating to me than in an action game like that not knowing where to go next. Mm. There's nothing worse. Like it, honestly, it makes my chest like tighten when I'm like, I I don't know where to go, and mm. this is doing my. But nothing. then it, like, surely the counter argument is like, yeah, but that's just bad design like there are ways of signposting things that aren't like big fucking arrows going go this way right but but if there are ways of signposting mm. that that tends to come to the forefront mm. you know the whole follow the light thing mm. had been a, a, mm. a notable thing mm. for a while and I, I think do you know what do i be am i a real big arsehole i guess i am because i do think people come out with this nonsense as a complaint because they think it makes them look smarter. <laughs> look, I've noticed that this is how games are designed. Yeah, yeah well done, mate. So is everyone else, but it's better than fucking getting lost in the middle of a level for do you not, 10 minutes. Do you not find it a bit immersion-breaking, though? But I, mean, I, 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 and, and I think that, I that can go both ways, because obviously the other immersion-breaking thing is standing around for 10 minutes going, where the fuck do I go? That's also yeah, immersion-breaking. Exactly. But yep, in I, terms of world design... Absolutely, like, no. Yeah. I, I, I don't... I think, you know, if there was an option in a mm. game to turn the yellow paint off. I get mm. that. But don't well, turn it off by default. Like, it's, I mean, they did that with, with the Horizon games, like whereby you could have it switched on or not where it would 
dem- where it would show you basically where you could climb, yeah, where you and, can climb, yeah, and where you right. couldn't. You know, like as in, but then you could also switch that off if you wanted to, and then explore for yourself. But I'm, I'm with you on this, David, because it's. I think, especially nowadays, where there's not so much time to like play stuff and everything, it feels just. I don't want to spend ages getting lost because mm. it's like I haven't got much time, and it's just. I guess some. I guess some people do, and we're only we're only offering our personal point of view. I, I'm sure there are people that listen to this that that really don't want to be shown where to go and they love, as you say, they do find it more immersion-breaking to me. Of course, of course, when I'm playing those games, I'm kind of like, isn't it funny how there's this pain everywhere, (laughs) you know? But at the same time, when I think of the alternative, I just think, uh, you're you're totally right, uh, Matt, I would find it more immersion-breaking if I'm standing in a level looking around going, I don't know where Mm. to go, I'm just going to jump against things until my character grabs hold of something. that's way worse. Um, and yeah, you know, it doesn't bother me at, at, in the slightest because also I see it so often. That's just like okay, brilliant. That I know that's where to go. It doesn't I don't it doesn't make me think. Oh god, they've ruined it. Mm. Like because I'm not going to spend hours <laughs> wondering where to go when I know this is just the way. I just don't think about it. And yeah, I think I'll, I'll sort of pull point out the fact you know great for accessibility as well. People yeah. with like low eyesight, yeah, yeah, etc. Yeah. Like this is great. Mm. You know for. For for those people as well, so I I, I mean it's just people kicking off. I think for no reason. Yes, okay. Do, maybe do, wait, is it the yellow? Should we change the color? Like, <laughs> well, I think it's like exactly? I think either way, it can be done well or done badly, right? I think there's definitely yeah, yeah you're there's right. games that do the yeah. yellow paint much worse. But then you say like something like Mirror's Edge, it's essentially the same thing, but it does it in a way that it feels red, a lot more natural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's felt part of the world. But then yeah. equally, yeah, I think I think there are games that manage to go without that stuff and do it really well like valve are incredible at that like playing half-life alex you can look at a scene and be like oh i need to go through that door and i don't know why but that's where i'm going and that's you know like it's just constant without that signposting but again the the consequences Mm -hmm. of like and i think that's really hard to do so i'm not saying like oh all devs should just get better at doing that um because i think it's it must be really difficult but yeah the, the consequences of trying to do that and getting it wrong are way worse Let's say because then you just get the frustration of being lost or, or what have you. Yeah, you're right. There is more subtle ways of doing it. Maybe yellow paint on the edge of every fucking ledge isn't the way to go. But I, I don't care about it that much. Mm. Like oh, I'm just kind of like, okay, at least I know where I'm supposed to be going. That's mm. fine. Happy with that. Um, but yeah, if there was an argument to say, well, why can't we just turn that off? Then maybe there should be that option. I suppose. You know? I suppose the yeah, making it optional then, but then that gives the developers both problems, right? Because it's like, yes. Then you're having to do both yeah, approaches. You still have well, to find a way of making yeah. obvious that these are the places you can climb and these are the places you aren't mm. climb. Maybe it's like textured, untextured. Mm. I mean, is that what one of the two major games? I'm sure they did something. No, they did. It was white edging. Oh, it was yeah, white yeah, edging. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's still a different colour. I mean, it's super interesting because, you know, yeah. like, it's, it's something I know I've seen like game developers talking about this before. Like, when they're trying to talk to someone about, like, so, someone who doesn't play games. And they're like, oh, what's what's game design? Like, do you choose where the monsters go? <laughs> and it's like, right, you've got to build, you're in a corridor, there's a load of doors. How do you tell the player that they're not supposed to go in these 10 doors and they're supposed to go in this one at the end? <laughs> right? How, like, how do you get that across to the player without them mm. checking each one? Or that, like, just, you know, it's such an intrinsic problem with games. And I think it's fascinating. And, yeah. yeah, it is fascinating. I think, but it's so hard at this point. Mm. Um, to, for someone like us who are so into game design and, and learning about it and what what what, what, they, what games developers do and what they don't do and what they try and avoid and 
to to come up with a new trick at this point is yeah. so yeah, difficult because yeah, yeah. you know it's so tough. Oh, there was the uh, uh, was it the God of War three like documentary that came with it, and there's like this whole meeting where they're so it was like I think it was like in the very early stages of the game. And there's like little tutorial. There's like these little plinths with a book on it. Yeah, and they were like. And I think like the pages were sort of flapping in the wind. Oh, and some people right. are going yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I thought this was supposed to be glowing. It's supposed to be glowing now. People keep missing it. If it doesn't glow, why isn't it glowing? And they're like, yeah. oh, but now the pages move. Like, no, it doesn't matter if the pages move. It needs to glow. <laughs> and you're like, why are you getting so upset? Yeah. And it's like, oh, because this is actually really hard and it's really important to get it right. But mm. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this is like a defined language. Yeah. You know, people will kick off about it, but this is just, you know, this is... The way over the years that we've we've learned to progress through mm. games, and if that's yellow paint, it's yellow paint. Mm. I mean, it doesn't offend mm. me. But all right, the Ton Dog uh, it says, "Hello, lads. Quick browse of my city's last remaining independent game shop showed me that there's still a decent market for old Game Boys and cartridges. A few of them had even been modded with backlights and IPS screens. Couldn't believe how amazing the old Game Boy form factor looked with a modern screen. It got me thinking about the modern retro handhelds that Sean and James picked up a while back." Uh, how have you guys been using them if, uh, recently, if at all? And are there any recommendations you'd give for someone looking to pull the trigger on these pocket-sized wonders? Keep up the amazing work, as always. Okay, a little bit sick of the TikTok. Uh, yeah, that's gone wild, hasn't it? Uh, Chris, I, I, so, so know, the, the what? TikTok shop. So, you, you know, you get like half, like I'd say one in every four TikTok videos when you swipe is someone trying to sell something on TikTok right. shop. And um, over... Christmas, there was a lot of this retro Game Boy uh, machine has got 4,000 games on it, you know, and it was a, they always say, Oh, this is going viral. This is the viral c- console. That is a, oh, is it always viral? Is it it's viral? Uh, the shoes is the have you seen those fucking god awful trainers? That this, <laughs> oh, if you not, I don't really send you one of them. Well, no. I do not. I, yeah, there's there's viral trainers now. Uh, nine pounds. Oh, well, really like, what, what, in what way are they viral? They're just, I don't know. They just uh, they say that because I think like, honestly there needs to be regulation on TikTok mm-hmm. shop. Like because there needs to be regulation on it because it is outrageous how this. Yeah, I've just ordered a pair. Excellent, <laughs> nice. <laughs> anyway, not uh, I'm into fads or anything, but yeah, I've just ordered <laughs> ten pairs. I still play my MiU Mini. All I was going to say yeah, so I. Got the MiU Mini Plus for Christmas, and I absolutely adore it. It's it's a weird one because it's not like the highest spec, um, but like the exactly. screen is That's nice, so and weird. the the way they operate. Have you got Onion OS on yours, Dave? Yeah, yes, so yeah. good. Like the really fact is. that you just you'll play a game and then you'll be like, right, home button, and then it's like saves the state for you for that game, and then you can browse like your most recently played games, and you skip through them, and it's like, and you look at them, it's like here's like the screenshot of where you were when you were last playing it. All yeah. that shit is just so good. Um, yeah. And it's like, what, 50 quid? Um, yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely... Yeah, the, we sound like we're on TikTok we do shop bit, now. Yeah. Um, but but uh, yeah, Puzzle Bubble on Snares, I play it on that little console all mm. of the time. I love it. I think it's fantastic. Whereas the Ambernick, the widescreen one that, that I gave to mm-hmm. James, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that you kind of... It because it was so much harder to get in and out of games, and mm-hmm. it was it was all about the the OS yep. that that made yeah, the difference. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. The MiU Mini with Onion OS is so mm. good. Yeah, because like because I've all because the first one I got was the Retroid Pocket Two Plus, um, which again right. is better spec than the MiU Mini, but I don't use it anymore because the OS is just a bit of a pain in comparison. 
Um, so yeah, it's amazing the, the difference that makes. Um, I mean, I'm very yeah. lucky. I've also got an analog pocket. Um, didn't pay full price for it. Um, and because you know that I think is it 200 250 something like that so that's that's so is the analog pocket it's more that you buy the cartridges and it you, it plays all yeah so the, the thing shit. with the analog pocket and it probably sounds like overkill because it kind of is it's got an FPGA um CPU in it which basically means you put a Game Boy in it the CPU goes right I'm going to become a Game Boy now Right, it, the the CPU okay. like reconfigures itself basically to become other. So it's hardware emulation rather than software. Most people, it's not important, <laughs> but it, that is that's the distinction. That's why it costs what it does. Um, the screen on it is absolutely gorgeous. Um, you, so you can now install like cores on it, so you can just put games on a micro right. SD card. Um, that it, but again, it's a bit clunky at doing that. Like I still like if I'm going to use the analog pocket, it's because I've got a physical cartridge or something. Like so that like that was when I played uh, Metroid Zero Mission. Like that was just because I had it on the analog pocket, and it was just really nice way to play it because I had the cartridge. Sorry, James, go on. Are you going to? Sorry, yeah. What what formats does it support? Uh, I think it... it goes up to like SNES and Mega Drive, basically, and, and like some arcade mm-hmm. stuff as well, um, and sort mm-hmm. of anything below that, really. But obviously, physically, you can. I mean, you can put GBA cartridges, you can put um, Game Boy cartridges, Game Boy Color. There's like adapters for other. I think there's like Game Gear One um, and a couple mm-hmm. of others. But, I was gonna say, like, could you put a Mega Drive cartridge in the back of it with an adapter? Uh, it feels like yeah, it might be a bit top as heavy. As or... I'm aware, yeah, should be fine. Um, could you the do 32X? the ones? <laughs> yeah, 30, I was thinking more like the was in the Micro Machines one, which had like the extra four. The oh, four God, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I have no idea. Actually, I don't see why it would. only had two ports at the top, didn't oh, it? Yeah. Two. So I actually, yeah, because yeah, you had to keep stuff. it up. Like, so a guy. Um, Calling him a mate, calling him a mate is probably a bit strong. Uh, but, uh, his name's Christian Majewski. He was on Midnight Resistance years ago, um, and he so he used to do a Monster Hunter podcast, and he now does like Pico Eight development. He has a really cool YouTube channel, uh, Lazy Devs Academy, where he talks about that stuff. Anyway, he tweeted saying like, "Oh, has anyone got an analog pocket? I need, I need to test something." So I didn't realize the original Game Boy doesn't run at sixty hertz; it runs at like fifty nine point nine something 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 like massive, right? So if you if you're a speedrunner. Basically, you wanted to know if the analog pocket was like viable for speedrunning because most emulators will emulate at sixty hertz. So if you're so if you're watching one scene from a game, so he's like if an, en- an enemy's moving around, if you record that for like an hour, it will start to drift out of like the wrong like yeah. in the wrong time. So yeah, so he's right. like, I'm trying to find out if like and anyway, yeah, the analog pocket does actually emulate at the correct fifty nine point whatever. It's fucking nuts. Oh wow! If you give a shit about that stuff, it's really impressive, but it's kind of unnecessary for most people. But there you go. I'm just looking at that fucking micro machines cart now. That was wild mm. when we were kids. It was like what you could just stick that in the thing and it works. What Science has gone too far. Yeah. It's <laughs> Science really yeah, did go too far. In the cartridge, mm. what? Yeah, I think I had the Micro Machines 96 mm. one. That was... Uh... Oh, man, I'm really going through this nostalgia trip with gaming at the moment. Oh, pretty much everything. I mentioned it last week, but just looking at these cartridges... Yeah, Micro Machines 96, that's the last I fucking love. I do that. miss the, yeah, the physical good. element of it now. I think for years I was like, well, yeah, we've got emulation time. now. I know it's not quite the same, but it doesn't matter. Whereas now I'm like, no, nah, it would be really nice to have... Yeah, when you stuff. see those the Game Boy yeah. carts, 
and you just think, oh man, I remember the feeling of popping mm-hmm. one in to yeah. see a console. Like, love yeah. that shit. Oh, and just very love quickly, it. I suppose the other bit of advice if you're going to get one of these handhelds, don't just find a ROM dump of every game ever made and put that on it because you will just flit around, you'll play everything for five seconds and then not bother and move on. Yeah. Like curate it a bit if you can. Though I think there are like mm. curated like ROM sets as well on websites that I would never go on, obviously. Um, but yeah. Uh, next question comes from yeah. No, so I I googled micro machines and I saw some cartridges and yes, I know this is technically true, yes. but like you know when I just saw a picture of micro machines Turbo Tournament '96 and the description is vintage. 90s <laughs> Sega Mega Drive racer. I mean, I get it. Mate, it I is, was on you know, fucking Temu. Timu? Temu? It's 30 plus years old. It, it was, like, like, it was showing me now. like Radiohead merch. And it's like vintage rock band. Merch. I was like, oh, yeah. fucking. <laughs> I mean, I know. Well, I know I'm old, old, obviously. Yeah, but vintage. Christ, like, I mean, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I know it is. Yeah, but. Yeah. Uh, right. Next question comes from Come and yeah. Have a Go if you think you're hard enough. Uh, it says oh, David yeah. says he doesn't like the names they give to planets in Star Wars. They seem like perfectly <laughs> good names to me. If he had to name a planet for a sci-fi movie, what would he call it? Plikong. Okay. Uh, Maria Mandietta <laughs> says, uh, dear TCGS coasting down the slopes. Uh, well, I dug up my... That's a bit harsh, Maria. Uh, a bit too yeah, soon, bit Maria. T- too bloody soon. Not sure you've seen this no. arm. Um, two pieces. I'll tell you one thing I was amazed oh. about. Like, during the procedure, he had to like literally like I had the injection. He had to like squeeze my arm and basically, basically twist the bones back into place, right? You know, which is and it's kind of mad that my bones are going to fuse together. I've never thought about it. That is before, strange, but he's isn't like, it? I've got, to, I've got to like take your broken bones and squeeze and twist them, and it wrecked. Even though I had local anaesthetic, it wrecked. And I, to the point where I was like, "Hang on." You've you've injected me with local anaesthetic. Why is it still hurting? He's like, it's gonna hurt, mate. It's not. It's not a. <laughs> it only do so like, much. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I just thought with an anaesthetic, like, what if you haven't done it right? Because I can still feel a lot of pain. He's like, no, you're gonna hate me for about ten minutes, but this is how it has to happen. But yeah, the idea of bones um, yeah, knitting together like, for some reason, like, yeah. like soft tissue, I can understand Mad. that healing, but like, like solid bone somehow just yeah. m- m- like merging like, together again he <laughs> took my broken bones and he did like a pre-x-ray snapped them together or did with it and then like now they're straight and he's like they're gonna fuse together yeah. it's mental <laughs> hopefully they do maybe i don't it's the human body isn't it it's uh it's a it wild thing fascinating uh so it says when i dug out my coffee it's, all, it's also it? it's it's so strange when you think about the human body and the amazing things it does but also you poop out your lunch <laughs> yeah but that, that, is, that, that is also fascinating, Dave. If you didn't, you would die. So, you know, okay. think about that. Yeah, imagine people, how bad you feel if you didn't yeah. poop out your lungs. Sit on the toilet and just think, I'm away. saving my own life right now. Yep, just poop, poop away. But, but why, did, why does it come out perfectly formed in the mattress? Uh, oh. That's <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, let's just move on, shall we? Let's Maria, who's probably very frustrated by this point, says... <laughs> Sorry, Maria, but you just, if you say coasting down the slope, she can have That's to get true. something it's, back. It's kind, of, kind of her fault. Uh, when I dug out my yeah. copy of Dark Spire on the Nintendo DS, I did not imagine spending my entire weekend playing it. Trundling through dungeons using a sparse UI was so engrossing, but I was perplexed to learn that the map required you to use a spell to see your location if you got lost. How would you personally define a perfect in-game map? One that One that doesn't stick to just showing north like <laughs> the one that rotates mm. with you i like that fucking judgment mm-hmm. game which uh james lied about um yeah i 
Also, 2D, let's not let's get rid of the 3D elements on a map. It's not yeah, required. Not needed. Complicated. Not needed. It's just trying to make it look better. Doesn't. When I think the perfect map, I just think of the Resident Evil 2 remake. You know, it's simple. It tells you what rooms you've been in. It tells you, it gives you a different colour if there's something in the room you haven't picked up. That's all you need. It doesn't complicate it, but it really helped to change how that game played, the remake, compared to the original one. That's a perfect map for me. It's simple, uncomplicated, tells you what you need to know, at a glance, with colours. I think, like, the the, the 2D, 3D issue, like, how is it that Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom appear to be the only game map that uses contour lines? Yeah, uh, Breath of the Wild is a fantastic uh, example of how to do a fucking good map. Yeah, you know exactly where you're heading, you know, the height, yeah, the contours tells you how high things are. I don't are. think you it's... need to, like, learn how to read contour lines, right? I think pretty sure, they're pretty no. self-explanatory. Done all right yeah, for yeah, Ordnance yeah. Survey, for, for, you know, totally. for all this time. Um, Tell me about it. Yeah, they're loving yeah. that. I, I, I just, yeah, I, when I look at, even look at the map of fucking, uh, when I played that Metroid Prime mm. remaster or whatever, I'm like, come mm. on. It's just so annoying. Like, just, yeah, keep it simple, yeah, baby. Um, it, is it, like, yeah, what's what's more fun in terms of, like, you know, a map where you have to mark things yourself and work things out versus something that just shows you everything? I'm trying to think of, like, fun examples where I've had to work I like a out. bit of both. Sorry, go on, James. You know, I like a bit of both yeah. with that. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know. Main objective, mm-hmm. I'm happy with that being on there, but then, yeah, I like mm-hmm. to put, put put a bunch of crosses down. Yeah, man. I thought Prince of Persia, we didn't really talk about it, but I thought the way Prince of Persia dealt with stuff, where you could take yeah, like a screenshot screen and it appears yeah, on the map yeah. in that place, really, was pretty cool. Do you know that's, what? That's, really, that's a great, that's a great oh, addition. Man. Yeah. I never used that you know? throughout the whole time I played it. No, <laughs> why not? It, it sounds like a great idea, but I just never used it. It was super useful. Why didn't you use it? I don't know, I just remember where stuff was. <laughs> just, I don't know. Big grain corny. remembers things. Um, I think yeah. that that's like a feature that going forward, if any more Metroidvanias come out without it, it'll be like, well, why? why? Can you put it in? Yeah, why? Yeah. Put it in. Just put it yeah, in. Yeah, just let me do that. Yeah, I'm not, not disputing it's a good <laughs> yeah, idea. Yeah. Like, it's clearly a good idea. It's just I didn't, didn't need it. But that's, that's oh, yeah. such yeah, a good idea. Yeah, but you idea. didn't use it because you forgot it was there. <laughs> that's that's why. There I'm is partly that as well. Yeah, yeah. That's such a good idea because that doesn't, that's not that, complicated mm. it's, it's in fact it's so simple mm. like i mean i don't know about you but i'm always taking pictures if it in like games with my yeah, phone yeah. and i'm like okay where exactly was that mm. on stuff but like the fact that they just combine the two to make sure you don't miss mm. or you know exactly what screenshot was taken it's just it's so simple and yet so yeah. brilliant it was a shame that it was limited though that, that fucking annoying yeah as if you're gonna fill the hard drive with yeah, just, screenshot. just let me do that. Who gives a sh- I, I had to actually during um, during Zelda, I had to finally start deleting screenshots on my Switch because I hit the ma- <laughs> I hit the cap of screenshots. Nice. Oh, I I had I have to do it's that so all annoying. the time. Yeah, yeah. And, the kids and, and, just and, like, take photos kids constantly. Through, the kids are constantly yeah, taking photos. Why is there limited screenshots? I've got loads of st- storage space. It sucks. Like, okay. I, I always take tons of screenshots and loads of things, you know, whether I'm going to post them again on social or just have them as background. But like, I'm like, okay, delete. Just I've got so many to go through. I don't want to do that. No, just I'm, give so me glad, I'm so glad they limit it because honestly, there'll be uh, the amount of screenshots I've got of the Mario Kart loading <laughs> screen. Yeah. Is <laughs> unreal. Mm. Yeah, I can't stand it's it. T- yeah, because like, Isaac used to do that quite a lot. And I was, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, I want to tell him to stop doing it without being a dick. 
but also it is basically harmless. But also, as I say, there, there will come that day where I'm like, right, I need, I have to delete all these now because I'm fucking reaching the limit. You know, you're just like Isaac. You're creating a problem for me in like six months. Can you just not? <laughs> yeah, I I had to talk to Harry because um, I showed him the effects that you could do on iMessage. Oh, yeah. You know, you could do different effects when you send stuff. Oh, so yeah, now yeah. he only sends messages in Invisible Ink. <laughs> that's slam. Like, that's all he does now. And it's uh, just, look, mate, just don't do what, like once a year is funny. <laughs> Wait, so hang on. As, as a non-Apple user, what, what Invisible Ink, how does it work? Why do you? So it yeah. comes up and it's like sparkly and then you've got to rub uh, it to see. see what the message uh, says. And usually it's like long. I do feel like that yeah. could sort of get funnier over time, though. Eventually, <laughs> yeah, and then it and then, and then it dips yeah, dramatically. It's, 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 yeah. it's classic. I'm going to have to start doing this now. <laughs> I see. I mean, you, yeah, okay. It's fucking does. Was, my mind. Any, sorry, uh, it's proper tangent now. The, that new company that was like, yeah, we found a way to get like iMessage on Android devices, but it was literally like. No? They're using an Apple device somewhere yeah. else to like Different, funnel they're you. They're using yeah, servers, yeah, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. Really? Connected to an Apple device yeah. and server. That sounds, yeah, sounds really sad. I think they. I think Apple did something about did, it. Did, yeah, sure I, I assume they like shut yeah. it down immediately. But, there you go. but iMessage yeah. is going to use a new protocol next mm. year to enable it to be cross-platform and all uh-huh. sorts of stuff. So James Farley has sent a message with Invisible Ink. Uh, it's <laughs> just come up on my I'm phone. I'm going to be doing that all the time now. It's what texting during the show. We know. Question from Thomas Wadsworth. Uh, it says, my question for the gang, if trapped on a desert island together, what's your tactic for your backlog of games? Do you exhaust the multiplayer games together first? Do you go from oldest to newest? Or do you force Dave to beat all of Yakuza until he eventually resorts to cannibalism? Sorry, James, you might be first. Lots of love. My favourite podcast I look forward to every week. Thank you, Thomas. Uh, you'd have to space it out. Yeah, you've got to yeah. mix it up, man. If we were playing multiplayer games, you, you were going to just... That's going to create all sorts of social yeah, problems, like, and you, you couldn't... Yeah, we'll have, we'll have a schedule. you couldn't just play all the Yakuza games back-to-back. You'd want to... No, James did. No, you, you can't do that. It, it's horror. It's a, not a good experience. It's still so... James, you played all of them in the space of three years, and there's 400 of them. It's still so strange, like, because I played Yakuza 0, and everyone was like, don't don't just go on to the next one. Like, have a break. You'll be fine. And I was like, no, I, I miss it. Like, I miss being in that world. Like, I want to... I do so just want to just carry on. Did maybe three hours of Yakuza Kiwami, and I was like, yeah. no, I'm all right. Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would, I'd like... I, do you know what? If we're stuck on a desert island, let's just, let's really go hardcore with it and just play Mario Party. That's it. Um, We've just got Mario Party. It's the only game we're allowed. One game. Yeah. No, can't we have the, Mario loaded. Party games. <laughs> Yo, can't, can't we get the micro this machines? Be one game. You know, with the Mega Drive the and the, the four. The micro- yeah. <laughs> we're going to play Bishy Bashy. Oh, no, there's only three players. No, Mash. Mash <laughs> fully loaded. You're even talking like an old man now, James. <laughs> can't we get the micro machines with the Mega Drive and the. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, what yeah, mash no, back. Okay, what's mash right, like? Uh, I never, got... I never had a yeah. That mash specifically the ice oval, unbelievable hundreds of hours which you on that one track alone. Ah, oh, so good. Mash reloaded. Bring it back. Sorry, where I think we? you're the only one calling for that. I'll be honest. <laughs> no, there'll be literally tens of people <laughs> doing the same thing. You only need four for a full game, so it's fine. Good point. Uh, that's it for questions. Uh, then Matt, let's get to the socials. Yeah, on Thursday, uh, Sean is looking for a load of old issues of Commodore Four. Correct. I was, I was looking through the cupboard under the stairs, and yeah, there's a bit. I've got a big box of old issues of Commodore Format. 
So I thought, do you know what? Most people have like vacuums and mops under there. Yeah, but no. Sean has just a massive box of. Old I mean, I've magazines. got the mops and vacuums as well. Just yeah, a bunch oh, okay, of other shit that I should okay. probably have like thrown out by now. Um, yeah, so I thought I'd just get some of them out and just have a look through them and that's a great see if there's idea. any objectionable content. You know, that's that there sort of thing. Sure. Yeah, Can I give you a tip? Yeah. Don't these. get banned. If if there's like a you know like readers you know selling stuff page, have a look at that. <laughs> Or, or personals, or whatever, because that bit is usually hilarious. Yeah, I can uh, yeah. I um, I, w- I went for a phase last week of just reading loads of old Argos catalogs. Oh man, that's good. I I still think we should I do that as a, like that. a Christmas stream one year. Yeah, I was kind yeah. of thinking that because it was yeah. I mean, like Mighty Max and all mm. that sort of shit. I was like, holy mm. crap, there's so much in this thing Memories. that I love. But then it, it was also funny looking at the tech yeah. as well. You know, like and, and watching that evolve. Yeah, it's great. Mm. It's well, we, we did a stream once where I didn't. I, I found because I've got loads of old magazines and stuff in like that cupboard right there, and I'm sure on one stream I picked picked out as a like, massive like section of old pamphlets I've kept, and I'm oh, sure yeah. I'll start going through that. Like that, that I just Isn't still it? love looking through that now. So um, <laughs> yeah, so your streams used to just like take wild chat tangents, didn't they? I remember one where you were playing a game, but then you just stopped and just showed what your new gaming chair could do. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, they used to go in all sorts of directions, those streams. They did. Maybe it'll come back, maybe. Um, uh, anyway, yes. that's Thursday night. On Friday night, James is definitely 100% playing Dark Souls 3 uh, at some point after Unless nine. he remembers that yeah, he's going it, on holiday. It, <laughs> no, no, no. It, it, yeah. see, I've, got, I've got family Can't coming to visit ah. that are coming on Friday, so, but... I right. will still be doing this. It just may be at like 10 yeah. rather than 9 How or something. How are you going to explain Depends that when I get to back. the people staying around? Oh, they're not actually staying at your place? No, they're not, they're not. I've got to go and pick them up from the airport and then I've got to do all that stuff. in a field. Yeah. Okay. So James may be streaming something on Friday night and they're both on twitch.tv slash TCGS. Go search or TCGS in the app or the website and you'll find uh, our page and you can follow us to make sure you get notified when we go live on Thursday and Friday. Um, if you've got Amazon Prime, and you've got a Twitch account, a connector account, so you have something called Twitch Prime Gaming. And with that, you get one free sub every month. You have to give to another channel. Why not go over to our channel and give us your free sub? You can't keep it yourself. It expires, so why not go to our channel? And we appreciate if you have done that already tonight, or maybe you're going to do that during James's or Sean's streams. Uh, on patreon.com slash TCGS. Sorry, I just almost choked. That's all right. Patreon.com slash TCGS. Pain medica- medication's <laughs> yeah, kicking in. That's probably another... Time. Probably another thing I've yeah. Um for exclusive monthly podcast, the bonus show probably be quite interesting this month, I reckon. Uh the uh Patreon Love Talks over or video show. We haven't quite decided what we could do, but um it's gonna be good, I know that much. Uh they're both at patreon.com slash TCGS and the website is tcgs.co for links to our amazing Discord community. Uh Store, uh, yeah, store, yeah, socials. I've lost it. I've lost it. <laughs> yeah. oh, on the, on the so Discord, much. if you're thinking about picking up Helldivers but you've got no mates, uh, we've got a Helldivers 2 looking for group channel in there. If you want to, we have, yeah, there, give that a look. Thank you so much for living it. We will catch you next week with some Xbox news. <laughs> <laughs> Until or then, or not, or not, maybe yeah, nothing maybe will happen. Total yeah. non event, who knows? Yeah, until then, take it easy. We love you. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye-bye.